I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Uh, 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 all over the track, man. Uh, pardon me, uh, as I come back. As I did it, yo, I heard you beg your pardon. When I travel to the sun, I roll with the squadron. Raw, raw, like a dungeon dragon. Change a little draws because your pants are sagging. Try to step to this, I will fit you in a turban and have you smelling right like some old stale urine. Chicken the choco, the chocolate chicken. Nah, anyway. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tip. <laughs> welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and... And Karen, it sounds like you are having a one-man show over there. Tips and uh, tips. I've been enjoying myself today. Uh, you have. You've been singing was, uh, all your white songs. I was street harassed. I went to the gym. You know, Uh-oh. things are looking up. Oh, we got we got to talk about that, then. People are signing up to uh, be premium members of the show and stuff. And, uh, you know, they said black people couldn't do this. So, I'm impressed. And, uh... So I'm in, I'm in high spirits today. And of course, I'm in extra high spirits because two of my favorite motherfuckers in the world are on the show right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys buddy. heard the, the first person that you heard, you should be very familiar with. Uh, it's become one of the most popular topics on the show in, in show history. Um, and that is Them Thrones. And uh, the person is Patrice. Hey, Patrice. Hello. Hey, everyone. Oh, okay. I'm good. How you been? I've been good. It's not warm here anymore spring went away we're back to winter damn um, snap that quick <laughs> such for y'all it was a wrap i was in tears yesterday because i was outside in flip-flops and got caught out but it's okay <laughs> um, yeah that's the worst when you leave the house for one weather and uh you get and you get outside and outside is like i'm not cooperating with this yep mm. fuck all that yeah i did not approve these sandals so, i love my uh, weather in the south yeah good luck um, oh man, for some reason the call is dropping, but it's trying to get it back. Um, all right, there it is. Hey, Patrice, can you hear me? Oh, and now it's doing it again. So this is going to be a lovely show. Anyway, enough oh, about yeah. Patrice. No, nah, I think, hey, Patrice, so, can you hear me? Yeah. I'm okay. Back. All right. All right. Cool. Um, but yeah, that sucks when you go outside and the weather decides to change weather, uh, change seasons in the middle of your Yeah, mid sentence. It's fine. Yeah, it feels like uh, it's like when it when you wash your car and it rains. You know, it's just like uh, God is trolling you or something. I can't. I just wanted to. I don't even. I even would accept August New York hot at this point because I just feel like the planet's dying. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> right. I blame every version of weather on global warming. It doesn't even matter at this point. It's just. Uh, it's like it's raining, man. Goddamn global warming. When the Republicans gonna learn? <laughs> Shouldn't be raining in January. Um. And of course, the other. Oh, don't forget to go visit Patrice at HelenHardaches.com. Please do, y'all. Yes. And follow her on Twitter at Patrice C. And uh, you guys should have came to the chat today, man. Uh, but you can watch the replay. But Patrice is on camera. Cleavage is out. I'm just saying, fellas. I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, I'm just. No, keep it down. We need the views. We need the views. Every day. <laughs> I'm out here selling it. Like, uh, fellas, look, you could have seen the nip slip. You fucked up. You fucked up. You gotta um, be on time. Gotta be on time. Now, of course, for the ladies, uh, we also have, uh, you know, all the ladies that watched, uh, Juice and got very upset, <laughs> uh, when a certain character dies. Uh, because he was pretty and light skinned. We got pretty and light skinned in the house. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's going on, fam? How you doing? Hey, Patrice. How oh, light skinned coalition? Uh, just Nikki, mm-hmm. how you doing? <laughs> it's good to have you back in the building, man. How you been? Oh, uh, man, I've been chilling, enjoying myself. I actually have been enjoying the weather. I haven't uh, seen ironically. you 
i have not seen you since we recorded a podcast together on friday talking about sports balls deep uh sports podcast yeah man i you know i enjoyed going balls deep yeah it was good man um, so. my first time and it was actually a, a pleasant experience yeah i'm glad it was <laughs> uh when you tweeted me that in public everybody i was just glad no one got it misunderstood so I think um, they I think they already know um where you and I both stand with our uh, sexuality. Right, right. Well, I'm just was, glad nobody got it confused when midday you tweeted me it was pleasure going balls deep with you. And I was like, it's <laughs> uh, like, hmm. Maybe I should have named this something else. This pun is working backwards. Um, <laughs> but uh of course you can follow Justin on Twitter. He's at rhyme over reason. Um you guys should know it's the Blackout Test Podcast. Go to blackouttest.com and um, uh, you know, do stuff click on things uh like us subscribe to things donate to things also sign up for the premium um podcast man so you can guys can hear new shows that we have coming out and um different topics and i'll play some after we uh do them thrones and uh let you guys hear the latest trailer for a new show so now you have something to look forward to after staying around for them thrones um first things first though we gotta talk about them thrones i mean yes you know, uh, you know, official weapon taser, unofficial sport bullet ball. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord, shit. he rushed through it all. He was yeah. like, fuck all that. Well, Rod excited like I'm excited today. But he, <laughs> he had a great mood, though. Yeah, I was, uh, the first thing I was thinking was, well, I listen to a lot of white music today, so that's why I'm in a good mood. But um, the first, oh. you know. <laughs> yeah, that music has tends to be really happy. Yeah, white people saying like they have no problems. And in I, the world. I, I appreciate yeah. that. Everybody except Adele, apparently, but. The rest of them are very yeah, Adele's with that angry black woman music. You know, I've already put her in that category when I make my selections of songs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we left off last week, and I, I told y'all the number one thing I was looking forward to was what was going to happen to Brienne. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, it'll come to, to, to fruition, but I, you know, she barely made it out of there. Um both, both, both. Have you started already? <laughs> <laughs> I have, when did we stop? How many do you have it now? Um, uh, uh, let's just say I got at least like fifteen memorized. Um, okay, that's good. So, because uh, <laughs> Lord Bolton was looking kind of uh, kind of rapey in the last preview, so I was just you know they've been teasing rapes in front of us all season. I've been hoping they don't happen, so uh, that was been a big thing. Um, first things first, cut to Egret and John Snow and them, uh, and they hey they made it up the wall. They're walking around towards um i guess the attack uh uh where are they from again black something anyway they, they they're going to uh attack uh you know john snow's oh oh mm-hmm. yeah Ca- yeah there you go they uh want to go holler at uh, castle black and john snow's old crib and all this shit and uh eager got jokes man yeah. she's in rum- she's in honeymoon mode now she got jokes <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> The thing, the thing yeah, I did. My name's John Snow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I actually was kind of insulted by that. I felt like they was talking about the black community. Like she was, mm. like she, like she, so? she, she from the poor side of town. Now she about to make her way on to the nice, you know, rich white side of town. It's kind of like he's introducing her to windmills, all kinds of. Yeah, like shit. she just learned this shit. She was <laughs> like, "Oh, you and your fancy windmills, like." Like, mm-hmm. act like you've been here before. You know what I mean? Right. Well, she hadn't, son. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> How would you expect her to respond? Yeah. Every time I see Egret, I keep thinking, moving on up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she gonna get there and not gonna want to fight. Like, she gonna see all the nice stuff and be like, yeah, why, we want to do what again? 
We want to destroy all this? No, I'm okay. I'm <laughs> well, okay. they in love, and I and I'm happy for them uh, to some extent. I am. Yeah. Cute. When you that know? dude tried to holler at her on the low. Well, that's all I was gonna say. <laughs> she has a one. She has a, one of the wildlands. Is a hating ass dude that's in the friend zone, man. He not only was he all up in John Snow face, like ah, you think that she uh gonna become a lady of a house or some shit, nigga? You don't know what you're talking about. She a wildin'. She gonna always be a wildin'. You ain't her man. She she just fucking you for now, nigga. She gonna move on to real man and all this stuff. And then uh John Snow was like, I eat that pussy. Get out my face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know the thing is with dude, like I'm I was mad at her too because she allowed the simping. She mm-hmm. a lot like first of all, this nigga cut the rope on you, mm-hmm. and you like, oh, I understand it had to be done. But then right he after that, heard another word from me because he looked me in the eye before he cut the rope. Yeah, right. just cut it, just cut it if you're gonna cut it. You don't have to maintain eye contact. Yeah, he tried. Patrice, to you feel rope. me? You he feel tried, me on that, Patrice? You feel me? He tried no. to act like it wasn't personal. That was what he he tried to act like. Oh, anybody would have cut you. Egret would have cut you, and he was like, I saved Egret, man. Mm-hmm. So you know, I know better, and you don't know what you're talking about. Um and smell my breath like poetic justice. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and uh, then he started hating to eager later. It's like that dude's a hater, man. I'll be die, man. Hating ass nigga. He'll probably he, I was yeah. at one point. Like I like you too. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Like I got a man. What your man got to do with me? <laughs> she did. She did check him though. She was like, "Yeah, get the fuck out of my face, though. I'm in love." Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. He mine and I'm his. Yeah, I appreciated that. Um, till, till we die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> till I kill him. Till, till yeah. <laughs> till, till we till die. I, um, you know, you know what I'm wondering too, man, because uh, they cut back to Rob and they were talking about his uncle needing to marry Lord Frey's daughter, and they were caught out in the rainstorm. So apparently, it was gonna take an extra day to get to the wedding, and uh, mm-hmm. that was that was gonna be an insult because apparently Lord Frey is really petty. But I'm like, if he's that petty and insulted. Why the fuck is he fucking with y'all in the first place? What's more insulting than you sweeping up some other chick instead of his um daughter, like Rob promised? You know, mm-hmm. like he already mad. Fuck him. It's one more day. Um, and it's really got me curious, wondering what does his daughter look like? Yes, I <laughs> want to see this broad. I, I need to know she's gonna have the illest, just off to the left tooth, or <laughs> she's gonna have that reptile disease that the other little scary baby had. Or what, what, well, they showed all his daughters one time, they like did? last season. And, I don't because remember. remember Rob had went there. They went there one time, and he yeah. had all his daughters lined okay. up. Okay. And Maybe Rob was like, was at camp. I don't know. I feel like he has something up his sleeve. And Rob yeah. looked at all of them like, I got to pick out of these. Right. <laughs> he like, he like, what are real daughters at though? Yeah. I, so, thought, I thought you was going to pull your daughters out. So yeah. So I can imagine he's not too thrilled about going to the uncle glad it rained. He like, man, yeah, buddy. <laughs> A few more days of freedom, but my, I also thinking like, what the fuck does he care if he get married to her? Like, he's still gonna have bitches on the side. He's yeah. still gonna do what he want to do. I don't understand. These people are so scared of marriage. Yeah. Why are you scared of commitment when you don't have to have any? This is like I got a bastard. I, I went to war, came back with a couple kids. My bad. We don't even hide it. Just yeah. give, give it all one last name, put it in the corner. Yep. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote war. When really right. it was just a trip out of town to my mistress's house. Um, so that's part of it. Then there was like all this PDA between Rob and uh his chick, uh, while they were, you know, talking about the war and all this plotting and stuff. And I was like, they better not be pulling all this uh, 
PDA in front of um uh Mr uh, uh in front of um Frey. Lord Frey gonna be like, see man, y'all y'all just gonna come in my house and rub it in my face that you ain't married my daughter. You up here tonguing each other down and shit. So he needs to cut that out. Rob looking soft. <laughs> man, he. I the thing I think the one thing it's the thing throughout this show is that um the woman with the best pussy wins. Mm, so you think it's the, true. You know, Talissa did put it on them in that next scene where they made love down by the fire on a bare skin rug like a fucking mm-hmm. Miami. It's like Miami Vice or some like level sex. Yep. It happened. <laughs> and, they, uh, and then she laid naked on the bed for a while. And I was like, okay, she must be putting it on them. You know? Because everybody writes letters naked. That's what she do. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not to mention they are at camp for war. Who is? Yes. When is Rob inter- got an interior decorator on the staff or something? <laughs> Thank you. Like, uh, lay- like Westeros Pier 1 up in there. It was all like lanterns and fires and baskets and shit. Stop. Ooh, the fancy the camp. house isn't that nice. The mom right? looked jealous. The castle they live in is not that nice. Yeah, he was like, hey, I need 17 candles. Okay, first of all. <laughs> I need a bare skin rug. I don't know. Go do what you got to do. Kill it. Put it in the ring with a woman. He a romantic thug. Yeah. He, uh, um, the mom looked jealous, though. I don't know if y'all caught the scene right before she walked out of the tent and Rob was already grabbing on that booty and kissing. Yeah. The mom gave this look like, Ugh. Yes, I can't stand that hoe. I know I that look. I was jealous or she's like, look, your sister's a fucking missing. What you doing just having fun? <laughs> she was looking like, I can't stand her. And uh, then she told Rob she was pregnant and it was just like every commercial about pregnancy test because he was happy as hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure how he was going to react, honestly. Hey, even if he faked it, I don't think he did, but that was the best response. Like, that's how every man should respond <laughs> to a woman telling you she's pregnant uh, and just wait till she's not happy. You know, <laughs> then, you could be like, then you can go around the corner and be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's what, you, that's what you hit her with, though. So you sure you want to go through with this? Yeah. Yeah. I No, oh. you got to pretend to be happy, man. <laughs> but, oh, oh, yes. Oh, thank God. I just, I thought you were going to say something crazy. And then you go around the house and cry. Um, so yeah, uh, she's pregnant and that was good. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got back to old hating ass nigga. I, I don't even know this nigga's name. I just want him to die. Hating, hating ass wildling. Aurel. Is that his name? Aurel? Aurel or, uh, Grant Spade? The one that was, uh, humping in the woods? That was simulating the humping? Yeah, no, no, no. That one's cool. I like him. Okay. He, he got jokes. Okay, yeah, Aurel is, he's a whack ass nigga. Uh, he needs to stay away from him. <laughs> I don't like him at all. Every time I see him, like, yo, hating ass back. I love when Rob checked him a little bit. It was like, when I kill you, what happens to your, um, to your crow? A uh, uh, hawk. Like, what well, he, when it, the, uh, episode before that, he was like, does uh, it just drift off or does it fall down and die with you? Like, what happens? <laughs> yeah. Like he, later, so like he's more concerned about that animal than he is with his life. Like, yeah. like I am gonna kill you at some point. Just I want, I wonder what happens to the bird though. Yeah, really I, I'm part of Peter. I don't like hurting animals, but I will kill you. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we got to cut to uh, Sansa. Poor Sansa. Oh, Sansa. Oh, <laughs> oh, baby. I don't, I don't like her. I don't have no sympathy for her. She was pouting. She was, she, she was mad. She got to marry the imp man. Um, and then like Marjorie was giving her a talking to, and, um, like their conversations are becoming one of my favorites on the show now. Cause it's just Marjorie manipulating her stupid ass. Yep. 
Exactly. Every time. And that's why I don't like Sansa, because her sister tried to warn her first season, like, you just a stupid bitch. Right. Stop trying to run off and get married. <laughs> right. And like, it's, you've been begging to open your legs up to some dude, and now you worried. Yeah. Like, well, well she, like she worried about size. Like, you know, now she worried about even, size. It's not even that Sansa's begging to open her legs up. She was so dumb. She was like, um, how, you know, uh, everybody a virgin, right? And Marjorie's oh, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you say so, baby. Yeah. She's like, did, did your mother teach you uh, about, you know, sure. some, mm-hmm, all right. Yeah. My mama taught me. <laughs> Stupid. She get it from her mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even think, I'm not even sure she knew Loris was gay. She like, didn't. She still doesn't. She does didn't. she? I she really doesn't. don't think she's putting it together. Like people are giving her hints in her face. Marjorie is like, "Well, you know how Loris is," and she was just like, "I know he's so wonderful." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> she's trying to tell you. He was gonna, she probably felt like he was going to be gentle yeah. with her. Maybe he was going to hold her afterwards. Marjorie said so that she was going to have to sleep with Tyrion. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she thinks about sex. Like, cause she even said like. Uh, well, anything will be a relief after what Joffrey's done to me. And I'm like, Joffrey ain't even done shit to you. You think he's done something. <laughs> Joffrey ain't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he low-key he low homosexual, too, though. He, he's something. Hey, I'm just saying, go check his closet, and you'll see that he ain't did shit to you. Like, it's dead prostitutes all over that place. Exactly. Arrows and dead hoes. Yeah. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he trying to kill him. Like, not, yeah. not with his member but with his other yeah, I uh, think, tool i think uh that's an insult to all the gay people because gay people don't do that that's some that's some serial killer shit <laughs> but i think he i think he lashing out like that's that's his way of avoiding <laughs> his sexuality well that's what uh jason collins did in the nba for years just kill prostitutes <laughs> you know? it's the only way until you come out of the closet i mean when he was in new jersey you gotta you gotta the crime rate drop mm-hmm. when he got traded that's, that's all true. i'm saying that's true we never know who had all those bodies on the shore justin that's great deductive reasoning but uh I mean, put two and two together that's all i'm saying <laughs> but uh i just think uh joffrey is sick man he's a product of incest and his mind's all fucked up, man. He's just an evil, mm-hmm. evil motherfucker, dude. Um, Joffrey versus Granddaddy Lannister, speaking of which, was great. <laughs> so good. Been waiting on it for a minute. Wasn't it though? It showed how much smarter he was than um his than the imp. Uh, you talking about uh Granddaddy Lannister? Yeah, because you yeah. know the imp tried to put him in place when he was the hand. And yeah, he, you know he even slapped him around. Like I was gonna say, now the imp had one of the best scenes at all time, <laughs> and uh, that gif has been sent out so often from me. I, that's why I was, I was remembering the gif. That's why I laughed. Yes, like I that that scene is he slapped him like, what is being king gonna do for you right now at this moment? <laughs> right, but he didn't learn anything from it. Yeah, he learned something when Granddaddy came through. Uh, we'll uh, see. It's early to call, y'all. He, he Patrice, learned. Patrice, you feel like he uh, learned his lesson? Dealing I think with he the... learned because he summoned Tywin of all people. Why are you kicking cages? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you had to do it on the the fucking throne says so much. Because 
we can't have it in the table room with the little chairs and I play chairs with you. Let me sit in the big chair. You're not allowed to sit in. And then I can talk to you real quick. And then even when he did that, what did Tywin do? He approached the throne with no permission. Yes. And yep. stood over him and was like, you can't even get up now. You're sitting in your little throne. <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey had such an attitude too. He was bitching the whole time. He's like, but I don't, he was like, why y'all move to meetings? He's like, he's, he's like, you don't even come to the meetings. He's like, yeah, but the meetings used to be in the room. Now you move to that building where I got to go up the stairs. He's like, well, why don't you get someone to carry up the stairs, you little bitch? He's like, uh, uh-huh. but it's the stairs, it's the stairs, the stairs so hard. And, um, and then he was like, well, what you been doing? He was like, I've been a, been being a king. I've been busy, you know, doing king yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've been king and shit, right? I was um, like, I love that scene. Whoever wrote that, man, yeah. like, I love that they wrote it that way because instead of like him actually explaining, he couldn't explain what he'd been doing because he ain't been doing shit. Yeah, he'd been getting courted. That's what he'd been doing and killing um, prostitutes. Um, yeah. And yeah, and the thing that was funny to me was when he was like, uh, well, you know, I just need, um, like somebody to counsel me and shit, man. Like, you know, my counselor should be over in here. And he was like, you're being counseled at this very moment. <laughs> like, I'm teaching you now. I'm like, teaching you not to, not to interfere with me actually being the king. Yeah. This is wax on, wax off, nigga. Okay. <laughs> you already, you knew this the whole time. But, um, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, and, uh, I, I and I enjoyed how his, uh, how, uh, granddaddy Lannister walked off on him too. And had that smirk on his face like an yeah. asshole. And he dropped the whatever the microphone was. That <laughs> he just dropped one and walked off. You know, I had visions of Ving Rain choking um, Jody. Jody, and just being like, "Call for your mama. Go ahead, call for your mama. Yeah, little Jody, call for your mama." That's 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 how he was sounding. That's that's the image I had at that moment. Yeah, and I I also had this thought about Sansa. Um, if Sansa hopped off a bus in Los Angeles. Oh shit! She be she definitely be hoeing by sundown, right? Yeah, she thinks she became a model. Yeah, she's doing porn and with by weeks in, she is doing full fledged internet porn. Um, Mm -hmm. so uh, we talked to we got to see some more to Khaleesi, which is uh always a treat. I know. Well, before the Khaleesi, the one thing I wanted to say, Mm -hmm. I think the one area that Tywin is slipping is the dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sleeping on them dragons. That's true. Like he's remembering the dragons from when he was a boy. Yeah. He don't know what Khaleesi bringing to town. Like <laughs> some actual killing fuckers. Yeah, he was, yep. and he's telling Joffrey like, nah, they're like show ponies. It's fine, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what you so nervous about? Damn. They just, they just big lizards. That's it. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, he he has no idea. And then plus he thinks she's like way off uh somewhere. Like, what you she across the world, nigga, to stop being a bitch. Oh, yeah. that's off the block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah, she's she, uh Daenerys is over like a couple blocks away and shit. Like I'm on I'm on the street. I'm coming down the street. And I still hate her. And you know Yeah, why? I was gonna say I was gonna bring that up that you hate her. So Dude, just uh, get it out. Go ahead, get it out because I'm about to love on her. I'm just saying, like she she started from the bottom. Now she here. Like you started out not even knowing how to do back shots appropriately. You had to get one of your slaves to show you how to well, bend she over. She was a lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wasn't. She got sold into being a hoe, man. Then on top of that, now you acting like your brother who you killed. You might as well kept him around. Oh hell and no! You, Her brother was a straight bitch. Not. 
And, no, no. Are you forgetting whole, how whole, much a bitch he was? He was, but I'm referring to just the whole. I'm, I'm. The power is mine. I, don't you know who I am? I'm. Well, not nah, her. Nah, I'm Targaryen. She, I'm Targaryen. Has, I'm the she, dragon rule. She has demonstrated why she earned her power. Her brother was just walking around on his name alone. And and getting an attitude like Cal Drago, do this shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's completely different, man. But well, like, she slumped her way to the top. How, women, as a woman, yeah, you should she hate that. Her way to the middle, <laughs> and then she slumped her way to the top. Right. Get it right. No, she slumped her way to the top with the king. With on um, drop. Yeah, but they all walked off. They wanted to at least walk off when he died. They didn't care about her. It wasn't until mm. she pulled her pants up a little bit. <laughs> and she's a. And they were willing to really follow her. And she's a woman in this world where women have to all start from the bottom. And yeah. she's the only really woman of substance and power so far in this in this thing because every other woman's power is completely relied upon by a dude who's ahead of her. So it's. Cersei yeah. trying to get power through Joffrey. Um, Lady Stark was trying to get power through her sons. Um, she's the one, first one who's like, um, it's me and these dragons, I mean, nigga. I, I was going to say, well, she got dragons. I but mean, they're not, they not people, though. They, I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They spitting fire and chewing up sharks and everything else out here in the world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she got, like, she got a supernatural on her side. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, okay, everybody she, does in some sense in, in that world. But, but yeah. prior to that, the only woman behind her is like Melisandre. That's about it. Yeah. Prior to that, she was using her other um, source of goods to get what she wanted. She got, she used what she got to get what she wants. But why and, are you hating on that? Tactic. She didn't choose Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> why are you <laughs> hating on that? Now she out here. Now she out here fake some fake freeing the slaves. When we know she really just friend. It's a tr- it's a trick to get them. Oh, I freed them. So now they gonna love me just because I freedom not really because i really she's still treating she's them like unionizing slaves. them, yes. <laughs> she's giving them nah. i do like the fact she did pick the light-skinned brother to be yeah. in charge well she to slaves. me she's the harriet tubman of westeros yeah like, that's what i'm about to say yeah. yeah she all she is is getting the naacp of that area all together and they're gonna yeah. get together and they're gonna write <laughs> rules and regulations and shit like that so i'm like oh you don't believe us here the dragons no yeah more, i, I, no I back door for them no i appreciate that man like she is actually being like let's unionize and get together and um this meeting that she had was uh on some ball shit because mm-hmm. apparently um they're outside of a, a new city and shit and they got some walls young, young okay young Thai. young uh, kai oh young kai, kai okay <laughs> I'm like, young you got, yeah, patrice said you was rude just young, did young time young time sound, sound like a rapper <laughs> oh, you, heard, my mama. you ain't heard that new you ain't heard that new young time shit is dope um but yeah uh so they was out outside of young kai and young kai brought this they had this dude come that was like i guess speaking for the city and he was on some like hey look we don't want no problems all right now it's not that we can't handle ours but we don't want no problems so what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you as many ships as you need give you some gold and you can kick rocks get the fuck out of here um because ain't no point in you trying to come up over here with these dragons we done heard about you we got friends that you don't even know about we got friends you don't even know about i go get my brother <laughs> when my brother hear about this you in trouble so don't even hit me <laughs> um so. i got cousins i got male cousins so and do- her, her assistant gave her a new title so when she was announcing her she's now also breaker of chains mm. <laughs> like, 
Breaking the chain. I don't want to see her business card. Every week she got a new card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, uh, she was like, uh, you know, well, that's cool and everything, but, uh, let me ask you a quick question. How many slaves you think you got up in there? <laughs> he was like, I don't know a lot. Why are you asking these questions, woman? I, I gave you ships and gold and, uh, you promised I wouldn't get hurt and shit. And, uh, she was like, yeah, man, well, look, this ain't going to work for me. Uh, we definitely coming down there <laughs> to take over the city and shit. And we want them slaves freed. And, uh, you know, uh, he was like, well, then fuck you, bitch. Give me my gold back. She's like, hold up my gold. And, um, when he approached the dragon was like, sit your $5 ass down before I make change. <laughs> and dude said, uh, can I leave? Can I have something in return? She was like, yeah, your life is your gift. <laughs> I'm giving that back to you. Thank you for my check. Here's I'm, your life. I'm letting you walk away. I, I also like that he didn't know he had given it up. <laughs> he was like, oh my, that was not in my possession for a while. I, I thought my life was mine. Um, so yeah, game blouses. She won that confrontation. Who, who volunteers for that job? That's what I like to know. I don't like, think I think he's a slave too. Probably he can't. You know, he came out too cocky to be a slave. Him a backup band, right? <laughs> <laughs> Put on these robes, slave, and go up there and tell her what we gonna give him. He came too cocky. They ain't killing me. He came yeah. out there too cocky to be a slave. Like, but who? Like, I mean, like, even if they, even if people was like, yeah, we gonna draw names. We gonna put everybody put their name in a hat. My yeah. name wouldn't have ended up in the hat. Like, I'd have fake like I dropped my name, but really my piece of paper would have still been in my hand. Like, mm-hmm. it's I'm not doing that. I'm not going well, to negotiate with people that. Have dragons. Maybe, I'm sorry. maybe he thinks like you. He don't respect her, and he about to become yeah. dragon food. Even while I don't respect her, <laughs> at the same time, I ain't stupid. <laughs> I'm not playing them games. Like if they didn't let me out the gate, and my option was to go talk to this woman with the dragons who mm-hmm. just killed the whole fucking city and the slave owners, or just go ahead and leave and disappear with the two three slaves that came out here with me. And carried me up the hill. I'm like, look, fellas, y'all ain't got to carry me no more, but y'all got to roll with me. And we're going to disappear. We're going to make a new life <laughs> over here in this other area. Matter of fact, we might even go join them. I'm going to go. Yeah, that, yeah, he might, he must not have been a slave because if you let a slave out the house with all that gold, you'll never see that nigga again. You'd be like, all right, dude. He really thought that some gold and some shifts, she would have been cool. Like, who, who typically turns that down because he thought that's what she came for? That's what she, uh, okay. that's all she used to want. Like she right. got, she got ambitions now. I love mm-hmm. her. She God. got dreams. The other thing she needs you know? to ask herself though is, you know, what happened to the other dragons, and who killed them and back how, in the day, and how did they kill them? Because that's causes maybe I don't know. I, that same thing can't happen to her dragons. She needs to be thinking yeah. about how do I reproduce more dragons and how do I keep my baby safe. Mm-hmm. Dragons are like nukes or some shit, man. Like she got three of them and nobody got any. Like that having a <laughs> having a. Having the dragons is like having uh the big Joker, the little Joker, and that deuce of spades in uh in spades. Like she's like, uh, I don't know what the rest of y'all books are, but I'm cutting them. Oh, she right. she ain't gonna Boston it. But if I got, <laughs> she's trying. If I, but if I had, but those the only spades you got. But she cutting if hard. If you only Justin. got four, sp- if you only, all I'm saying is, if you only got and three clubs. spades, mm-hmm. if you only got three spades, and I got ten. I'm gonna I'm go ahead and give up my other three spades. But she don't yeah, got no yeah. play your trump, and now I'm good. But, but she, she don't got no hearts, Justin. You don't understand. I'm running the house, and she ain't got no diamonds. She cutting them two diamonds. She don't she have them. 
I'm saying if she got all the spades, that's one thing. But she currently all she got is the Joker and the little Joker. That's but then she got the, the army, the unsullied like that. No, that's like the yes. king, the queen, I'm, the know? jack. I mean, she got all I'm, the high cards. While I'm, I'm concerned about a dude with no balls. I'm not really concerned about a dude with no balls. Uh, I don't know. Dude with no balls, that has nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's never been that's, treated lovely. That's he what I'm saying. I'm, to want to plus, go I, I feel like there's a certain amount of like shit that I would be able to get done in my life and be more focused if I didn't have to worry about having sex. Like that, you take out sex drive, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, yo, I got time to go to the gym a little bit more. I'm gonna go ahead and work on these, uh, you know, this, um, uh, uh, I'm gonna work on my sword skills a little bit more. You know, I'm lifting these weights now. Like, I feel like the Unsullied is a motivated <laughs> army with no fucking distractions. I, I mean, while yes. I get he has nothing to live for, I feel like the motivation of having things to live for can motivate you just a little. Like, the fact that, man, I might not ever get any more pussy again. It's gonna motivate me to fight just a little more. Nah, harder. that shit is what and, motivates you to and, run away. And think about your boy Theon. Hey. He didn't, he nah, didn't run up. away. Hold up. That's what, that's what motivates you to run away though is shit. Like, why are we fighting? It's other shit, better <laughs> shit to do. I could be doing other shit. Like, this, this is dumb. Like, as soon as I can get away from these niggas, I'm out, man. You know how much pussy it is in this world? I'm saying once I'm engaged in the conflict and I have to be in the conflict, at that point, I feel like knowing I got other stuff to live for. Like, if you had children, knowing you got a child to go back home to to take care of, it's going to force you. Yeah, I don't believe in that. It's going to force you to be like, oh, I, I need to go yeah, ahead. I, and- I don't believe in that. I think if you got in a ring with Mike Tyson and they was like, your child is going to die if you lose, you're going to still lose. Uh, I don't believe that shit. You'll fight actually. harder, but you're yeah. not necessarily gonna win. Yeah, you'll fight hard as you can. <laughs> you Whatever your, your ass, limit is, get your ass killed by them unsullied because they've been practicing. But um, let me move on, man. Um, Tyrion and Shay got into it. They stay arguing. Oh, <laughs> she is so fast, man. She is ah. like, like speaking to, like Justin was talking about Daenerys. Shay is like, I'm started from the bottom, and I'm here because she was like, I don't care what your daddy say. I don't care if I am a whore and he say he going to kill me if you catch me in your room. Why are you trying to marry this this Stark girl? I don't get it. Which I, I really still am at a loss as to why these two don't sit down poor Sansa and say, look here, poor Sansa, we getting married. Right. And Sansa be happy for the break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she have to sleep with him maybe once or twice just so she can get pregnant and then he would leave her alone. Yeah. Sansa would love for him to get... She she would love to pull a Beyonce. Just get Shay pregnant. Yeah, I I wear the baby bump. She legitimately would have to carry the baby. She's not smart enough to pull up a Beyonce. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> yep. true. She's not. Yeah, no. you like everybody jokes about Beyonce in that fold on um, when she went all over. Sansa would be like a pillow be sticking out of her dress. Like, <laughs> you right. She, she ain't smart enough. To she'll pull try to go skinny dipping. She'll go skinny dipping. Yeah, she'll tell somebody as soon like soon as uh. Uh, um, man, we didn't even get to see her this year, but as soon as Alina Ol- come around spitting some mm-hmm. gossip, she'd be, this ain't no baby in my stomach, girl. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, thank you for the lemon cake. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the lemon cake involved. Santa's driving out everybody. <laughs> it's not even mine. Shay gonna have a baby. Oh, what am I doing? Um, but yeah, so Shay is not, but I do like that she's not letting the whore stop her from being ambitious. Like, I mm-hmm. fuck with that. Um, she got dreams. And this arranged marriage is not about to stop her dreams. She's like, love should have brought your ass home last night, <laughs> uh, Tyrion. I, I do like the fact. Too. She say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be your baby's mama. Yeah, apparently not. She wanna, she's like, but you're going to have some bastards? You think that's cool? She's like, I guess not. But this is what I don't understand, though. Like, 
Like you've been fucking all these dudes. Yeah. And you're not pregnant yet. I don't think you that fertile. I mean, let's I don't just... know, maybe they got ways, man. I don't know how it works. Nah. Look, man. Yeah, uh, even back then, the pull out method still works. I just say, <laughs> uh, uh, they not pulling out back then. A vagina. <laughs> I don't know whose baby that is, <laughs> uh, and they uh, don't have more to go to. Uh, so. A vagina is like growing like uh, hydroponic plants, man. You know what I'm saying? It's way too complicated for any any man to pretend to know or understand. I don't know. They I'm, they probably had some shit back then. I don't understand. Vaginas are like fucking the the the, the schedule of scandal. Like it come on three weeks, then it be off for two weeks, then it be back on for six months. I have no fucking idea. You just gotta let it do its thing. Um. Yeah, so Aria, uh, they, she was, um, she was pissed. Uh, she did her first little girl thing in a long time because she been so smart, but, um, she got pissed at the Brotherhood without banners because they was like, hey man, we found some old Lannisters. Let's go kill them up. And, uh, she was like, <laughs> she was like, what about our shit? You supposed to be taking me home. He's like, I'm going home now. <laughs> I've had enough of this. Like we, like we've all been in that car trip from hell. Where they, where, right, where they're like one more stop before we get to your house. You're like one more. That's the last stop that broke the camel's back because she ran off, and the hound was in the woods waiting on her. I don't know how. That's by the way, the hound is a vengeful motherfucker. For he just hung. He just hung out in the woods for nothing, but just like. Um, you know what? Maybe she'll get mad to come running out here one day. And the chance she'd wonder. <laughs> yeah, the chance. Just the all chance. I can't wait to hear what the fuck his reasoning is next week because I don't know what he was doing out there. He's just like, gotcha, bitch. Now. You know? He was at his evening constitutional just snatched like, what? <laughs> like, oh, a little white girl's running in the woods. And she ran up to me yeah. of all people. Yeah. You know little white girls run up to me. You know it's got to be trouble. Yeah. That's when I knew something was wrong. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Yo, why she and she didn't even take her little um baby sword with her too. Yeah, well yeah. you know what? No, I think she had it on, didn't she? Yeah, it don't matter. It's the fucking hound. She can have. Turn up later, huh? <laughs> she, better take, she better take some fire with her. That's the only thing to scare the hound, dude. Um, the other thing though is, uh, I think uh, he's gonna probably try to sell her back to the Starks because remember he's broke. Because they oh, kept, right. yeah, they kept his money and shit. He's like, what about my money? Say, well, you can have your life. Yep. <laughs> he's like, that's fucked you up. Man. For money on this shit. <laughs> yeah, a lot. It's like it's like women ain't worth nothing but being sold for some money. Um but yeah, so she um she done got lost she done lost hot pie and Gendry and now she done got caught up with the hound, so uh that's fucked up. I, I just feel kept, like he gonna keep her safe though. Well, I just kept thinking about that half eating big ass wolf looking cookie and shit. I was like, Man, that's so sad. Um Like I respect the hound, because when you think about it, remember he killed his own brother on on some old surprising like I got standards type shit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If brother burned off half his face, I'd kill him too. Yeah. Yeah. But that ain't that's not why he killed him though. He killed him because oh. he the, the, the older I mean, I mean sure they had some underlying <laughs> issues. But that wasn't <laughs> the main reason. Like he, yeah, like he stepped up because his brother was getting ready to do some shit that he disagreed with, and he was ready to take advantage of someone else. And you know, it's kind of like, oh wait, the, you know, the he has a he actually has a heart. Like, where did this come from? Um, so we cut to Brienne, and she done got a makeover, and uh-huh. Jamie was leaving, 
and i was like why did they give her a makeover um this feels like something non-consensual was about to happen um but uh they basically told the king slayer like you know she can't come with you so get on out of here tell your daddy i ain't fucking with your hand and then uh <laughs> and they should have sent a note to him seriously <laughs> like they really want they like really really want that to be the first thing he says to his dad like hey man they did not fuck they, they wasn't the ones that fuck with my hand and then the dude that did cut his hand off was talking shit still like oh, you, i see you ain't talking all that shit huh well on the other hand and shit like that and then jamie couldn't say nothing because he don't he's not the one that has to deliver jamie right that's why he's talking shit right that's true uh-huh. and really irregardless even if jamie's like yeah these dudes kept me safe what we really think his father's gonna do to that's the, what they don't understand like jamie has an idea of his father that he can tell them <laughs> but in real life Conway don't give a fuck he's probably embarrassed no. like you don't uh-huh. win got caught and you ain't even had the fucking nerve to die yep like what are you doing alive ah. boy Tyron doesn't like him. I don't know what they're thinking. Like, he's going to get some royal reception when he gets home. Tyron's like, oh, you here? Yeah, he about to roast this nigga as soon as he like you came back with one hand, yo, one hand bitch, get out of my face. Yeah, because he didn't try to um, <laughs> he didn't try to get him a kingdom. He was like, go fight somewhere, go yeah. fight and die. He's like, like disgracing my name and fucking your sister, you dirty motherfucker. I hate you. So it's like there's nothing, there's nothing for that. But um, it don't matter because it was happy times because the passion of the Theon was back. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I knew something was up the second it cut to him because. They show his foot all fucked up and his finger and shit. And then, like, two hot chicks come out of nowhere. And it's like the King of Diamonds. They just came out the suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hot women just all over the place. Like, hey, um, you know, it turned into, like, the world's weirdest porno because it was like he's dirty and ugly and tortured and shit. And he's scared as hell looking around like, uh, uh, what's coming? What's going in the room now? What's, you know, and uh, they was like, ain't nothing but these vaginas in here. He's like, I'm scared. Something's going to happen. He coming back. Who is he? What you worried about? <laughs> At first, I thought they was actually freeing him. But then when they didn't take him to the door, I yeah. was like, this stupid motherfucker. Like, Not for one second. He should have known something when that cozy ass seat was sitting there. <laughs> you know, every time you see a lounging chair, you, <laughs> you may want to go ahead and get your stuff and go home instead of sitting on it. He's like, whose recliner is this? And what? And his dumb ass, so fucking dumb. Yep. They start like kissing on him, undressing each other and shit. And I went, yeah, they're going to cut his dick off. And he was like, I think I'm gonna get some pussy. Like he, like he I really. I can't believe he switched gears like that. Your dick is not your friend. Like that is one of the things I've always said. It's one of the tenets of the show. Your dick is absolutely not your friend and it will betray you in a second. And your dick doesn't care about you or common sense or logic. <laughs> it has no fucking like, uh, idea of what the future is. It has no idea of consequences or repercussions. Your dick is a single minded entity that is only about itself and pleasing itself. And that's what happened. It just shut his fucking brain off. Like he was like, I've been getting tortured. Can y'all help? It was like, we can help you with some pussy. He's like, I guess that's a good consolation prize. He literally couldn't walk. His pinky finger is missing. Like, what woman would want you, dumbass? So exactly, you haven't washed it. Who knows how long? <laughs> so, um, so of course he thinks he's about to get some pussy, and uh, the girls like riding him like a strip club and shit. And she's like, "Oh, I think I feel something." And soon she did think she felt something. The boy came back in. He's like, "Ha ha! 
It's time. He's like, no, nope. shut it down. <laughs> He's like, oh, what was this? A cuckold? Was he in the corner watching the whole thing? <laughs> he did. He he clapped like twice, and the, the hose jumped off of him. And he Theon, Theon got scared again, and uh, he stood there and was like, oh yeah, you was about to get some, and was feeling on the girls' asses and shit in front of him, mm-hmm. and um, he was like, so uh, you know, remember what I remember what I told you last week? I said. We can cut off, you know, let's start torturing in the most non-essential parts of your body first. And what's more non-essential than your dick, homeboy? Oh, um, and so. he had a special dick knife. Like, I yes. believe that's just for cutting off dicks. You can't do nothing else with that knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what Doc, woman came up with that? He said, uh, doc, doctor said you need a dickyotomy. And, uh, about to oh. get... <laughs> and, oh, and see, magically, he had strength to crawl away. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Like, dude, you should have been trying to crawl away hours ago. Well, he about to catch that gray worm, because, uh, he's, no. he's gone, bro. <laughs> um, what kind of sick dude wants to cut off another... D- like, I, I don't mind torturing you, but that's something I'm gonna hold off on. Like, I'm he get- really did something to Theon. I mean, uh, to the boy, like... I don't know, man. He must have did something. He forgot about something. I don't Maybe it's just something stupid, like he cut him off in traffic and made him miss his court date. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's one thing I'm avoid. I'll get one of the slaves to do it while I'm not there. Like, Thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't do it myself. Yeah, but I'm not. But he hates Theon so much, he want to cut his dick. It's like that scene with Jamie Foxx is upside down in Django, man. He was reveling in that shit, like, I'm going right. to cut your dick off. I, I get to be the one to do it. <laughs> Yay! I woke, had that much hate in me. Woke up this morning, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I get to cut his dick off." It's it's that day. It's Tuesday. Um. So yeah, Egret uh, <laughs> marked on the calendar. They cut back to Egret and John, and you know, Egret was so happy and shit. Um, she's treating the, the whole shit like a sightseeing tour. <laughs> like, hey, look, it's windmills and shit. And um, so John finally had to tell her the truth, which is, um, y'all niggas about to die. Like, why? Right. Are you, <laughs> why are you so happy? <laughs> This is time number seven for y'all attacking us, and we stay killing y'all. I love that the Wilders don't have no history. Like, really? Six? <laughs> She's like, hey, <laughs> She's like, well, I That's guess. Girl. How many is six again? <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's like, well, I guess seven will be it. I mean, seven is the time, right? Um, no, son. <laughs> so yeah, John just basically told her, you know, you gonna die. She's like, well, eat my pussy one more time at least. And uh, <laughs> and he was specific too, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> she's like, don't. She had, did she had to remind him like, no, you made me come. That's how this works. You so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ain't no, ain't no, uh, we and them. It's us. It's just us, so uh, you got to chill with that. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes down when they battle. Like, and John gonna have to knock her ass out one yeah. one of these days. Like, I mean, like knock her out unconscious, throw her on his shoulder, and dip. She was joking about him making her wear dresses and shit. He was like, I don't care. Yep. Like, you might not be alive to wear a dress. But um, that's what he gonna have to do is disappear. Quick, uh, back to my other homies, Osha. She was uh, chilling in the woods. Nice. And faithful and shit, and uh, she was talking to Brian, and uh, and I've you know what? Finally, I didn't agree with her a couple of weeks ago when she was getting an attitude, um, you know, with, with Jorgen or Georgian or whatever, and, her, and his sister. Right. But now I kind of do, cause like she mm-hmm. tried to talk to Brian, and these motherfuckers cut her off. Yep. And he can't walk. If he's getting anywhere, I'm the conduit. Like yeah. you talk to me. 
Yeah, y'all gonna mm-hmm. chill. Like, you know, it, she was trying to talk to the, to the, that giant, but you know, them giants stupid. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> she like, the fuck am I talking to you for? I'm gonna go talk to Brad. Um, yeah, she, I, and you know what? I think she learned real quick right at that moment. Like, fuck this behind the back shit. Let me just go ahead and address right. the issue like a real woman. And she gave him a, a trill ass story and like a true ride or die chick that I think she is. She said she had a man and he left the crib. And he was gone for a long time, but she was chilling like, you know, I know my man coming back. And he did come back, but he was a white walker. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she faithful, though. She she stayed. He was like, I'm going to store with cigarettes. Came back three weeks later, a zombie. She's like, all right, uh, well, just you know, have a seat. He was like, no, I'm going to choke you, bitch, and tried to kill her. And um, she said uh, she don't even know how the knife got in her hand, but she stabbed him in the heart. And he was like, that's it? So uh she burned the whole house down and him in it uh to to stay alive and then she told Brand quite frankly I'm not doing that again. We are going the wrong way. That's the way towards the white walkers. I'm trying to go to the safe place. So that's what I promise you. Get you back to your crib and that's it, nigga. So good point. You know the thing with Brand too is he don't realize he dissing his old lawyer friend for his right. new friends that ain't shit. Yeah, like and, I said, I see her point now. And she was actually probably going to roll with him even after she delivered him to yeah. her brother. She probably was going to still stay true and ride, be by his side. But now she's like, fuck all this. Like, after I drop you off, I'm out. Yeah. It's back on me again. Niggas trying to fight them White Walkers. She's like, we need to go chase this crow. She's like, I can't see the crow. <laughs> the crow is in your head. Catch the crow in your head, nigga. Tell him to come I to us. I don't talk to him. If I can't see it, you need to explain it to me if you want me to come with you. Yeah. Like catch the crow in your dreams. I don't I don't see these. Look around. Poor, poor the other little brother. He don't have no speaking parts whatsoever. So nope. now we got we get to my favorite part. And that was uh the King Slayer was talking his captors into going back to save Brienne. Cause every that's the other thing. They don't know how much he cares about Brienne, so they don't know they're making it worse. Like mm-hmm. they could have been got this nigga to leave and go home if they would be like, we just gonna return her to her father. But everybody keep talking too much. They're like, shit, uh they told him they would send him three boxes of gold. They was like, nigga, please, that ain't enough. You got sapphire. And he's like, damn, I'm I'm the one told that lie. He's like, that's right, nigga. It's your fault. And he's like, you know, and he's like, well, let's go ahead and go back to your to your daddy crib. He's like, no, no, think about it. Think about this. We got to go save her because uh, what's more important, me getting there or her dying? And it was like, what? Uh, what are you talking about? It's a woman, a big ass woman. Just fuck her, right? Let's get out of here. And um, they didn't understand, man. So he went back, and these niggas had. Brienne. I can't. I can't. Still in the dress. Yes, but now dirty. Still with the makeover. Fighting a goddamn fucking bear. Yeah, and she was going toe to toe with that bear. She already had a bear scratch on her neck. With a a wooden sword, by the way, Jamie didn't necessarily look like he had to save her until it was a wooden sword. (laughs) He took note of that. He was kind of like, well, if it's an iron sword, she got a 50-50. Oh, wait, that's a wooden sword? Y'all are some assholes. 
Play too much. She knows she he knows she can fight. She knows she can handle her own. But yeah, like you say, with that wooden sword, I'm gonna start calling the Bolton clan uh, clan play too much. <laughs> all, 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 all they shit is just playing too. They play too rough. Cut hands off. Throw people you know? in the pit with bears. And then if I was bread, I'd be kind of mad. So wait a minute. Instead of raping me, you just told me to fight a man. Right. <laughs> it's that one dude too. It's, it's that one dude. Like he. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he he is so evil that I'm shocked he's not in charge. It was his bear too. Like cause uh dude like Jamie's like hey man this is some bullshit uh we gotta uh y'all gotta chill and um she already had scratches on her neck from the bear claw and then she and then the other thing too which i noticed she got hit upside the head with a bear claw and didn't get cut at all like (laughs) i noticed that i was waiting for her to turn around and have like a gash down the side of her face and i guess he just got her in the scalp yeah she must have been been in she's been in enough fights she knew how to take a blow she uh she ducked and weaved with that shit um but uh (laughs) She ended up, um, you know, Jamie ends up jumping down in the pit and, uh, trying to save it, trying to save her. And, uh, you know, I, I was like, you know, so much tension right now. This is unbearable. What he's going through. <laughs> but, uh, he jumped down there anyway. And, um, somebody shot the bear with an arrow and the uh, dick face dude was all like, Oh, what about my bear? Y'all fucking up the merchandise. <laughs> it's only one bear. Yeah. I only got one of these. Yeah. <laughs> Right. He's like, we get, we get plenty of big bitches, but bears? <laughs> bears are rare, man. <laughs> when we start fucking up bears, man? Come on. Um, so yeah, they shot a, a arrow in the bear's neck. Uh, the bear was like, fuck that. I'm still gonna kill her. Um, so, uh, Jamie jumps down, helps her out. He like puts on her back so she can climb up. And she's so fucking strong. She just reached down and pulled his ass out too. Like, come on, you coming hey. too. She's like, hold me by my waist. Yeah. <laughs> she slung his, she, he only got one hand. She just grabbed him and slung him up there like, come on, nigga, we both coming. Um, yeah, she saved him single-handedly. Yeah, she did, man. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hey, I felt like it was the bare minimum that Jamie could do, to be honest. <laughs> um, so yeah, they they both barely escaped with their lives. And, I say let's uh, give him a let's give him a hand for his heroes. Yeah, yeah, it was a very good episode, you know. But um, yeah, so they they get out of there, and that's kind of um, I think that was actually how they ended it was they escaped the bear man. Um, a couple people unfollowed me on Twitter because they couldn't bear the puns. Um, so so tire jokes can be a handful. Yeah, well, I mean, because the ending of that could have got grisly, you know. So I was. <laughs> I was, I was excited. You know? I mean, so, you handy with the quips. Yeah, you know, I, it wasn't my fault, man. So, uh, yeah, I I felt like it was a good story, and um, I was excited about it, man. They skipped over some stuff I want to see, so let's go ahead and talk about next week what you guys are looking for. There's only three episodes left, and I, I swear um, that this season go by so fast. It really did. It's too and good. Gendry. Yeah, so, oh! Finding out who the hell he is. Like, he now has a reason to, like, mm-hmm. act a bit more highborn see, than I, he was acting previously. See, I don't trust Melisandre. Cause she's, no, not at all. Yeah, she's so fucking mischievous. Like, I believe her literally when she keeps talking about, well, we need the blood of the king and we can get the blood from yeah, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she really mean the blood. Like, she's like, your blood has yeah. power. He's like, oh, my blood got power. I'm royal. She's like, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> you just keep coming, stupid. I mean, keep coming along. It's amazing how Your she knew who he was, too. 
yeah go ahead patrice i'm sorry what'd you say yeah i think he doesn't understand that she doesn't come without strings yes like, she's not doing all that she didn't buy you because she thought you were a nice guy <laughs> right like, nothing good can come of this so i feel like he gonna get him the fuck up like next week we gonna like she gonna cut his heart out of some shit mm-hmm. i don't trust her um and uh i want to see my man peter from the coffee and that baby man yeah, I forgot about peter and the baby. Yeah, gotta stop skipping over that game of thrones that's good comedy every time it's like the fuck are you gonna do with a baby and a woman man you can barely take care of yourself uh you've lived this far by falling down and being out of shape this is not a good uh sign um and uh i do want to see what's going to happen with uh the lannisters because th- these weddings got to start popping off soon yeah i thought they were this week but i guess next week i don't know you know yeah. i wonder if jamie's gonna marry his um the big bitch i wonder if he's gonna marry her <laughs> she's not a she's wait wait is she really she's she's really a daughter of the sapphire dude but i don't think the right. sapphire people really got any money and shit like i don't Maybe know why don't. he would do it so you know they i don't think his daddy would let him like his dad is well he has one arm now tywin might just be happy to see him married not to his sister (laughs) but could you imagine the offspring they would produce oh because jamie is a stone cold killer and she's a stone cold killer y'all just made me y'all both just made me realize what i really want to see next week which is brienne meets cersei oh the (laughs) cop You know the quips will be coming, and you know Cersei gonna be talking the most shit. No way Brienne gonna like Cersei. Man, she gonna, she gonna try to choke her in front of everyone. Oh, cause she God. got a short temper. Yeah, that's gonna be good. <laughs> that's gonna be good. I wanna see, I wanna see Brienne give her that stare down from about six feet up in the air, like, uh, yeah. So you really think you are gonna talk to me like this? I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for, cause I'm sure Joffrey gonna do something to piss his granddaddy off just, to, yeah. just to try to prove. Like I'm, I, I'm really in charge. Yeah, basically, jo- basically, Jamie and everybody. Like it, Jamie meeting everybody again at home Jamie is going to be good. Home, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, and I need to see what Lord Frey's daughter look like. There you go. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, if she come out with like one arm or something, I'll be like, oh, okay. Like, I just need to see if she's fine. That's gonna fuck up my whole timeline next Sunday. Like, what was the big problem? She looks okay. What is the? Where's is she? Does she not have a vagina? She used to be a dude. Like, what is up? I, st- I also want to see what happens to Arya. I want to see what he does um, yeah. with Arya. Where he takes her? I hope he doesn't do anything. Like, does her. he take her to her brother, or like, where will he take her? Like, I what? think I think he sells her to Rob for his, for some money. That's that's if the kind anything, of shit. That... He needs money more than he needs to hurt her because that's yeah. not a smart move on his part yeah that's what he do he, the hound don't give a fuck um and uh yeah man we still don't know who has uh theon not that i care that much oh that's final episode yeah like they can reveal that that dude's his twin i don't give a fuck man oh. keep killing him that is that's, all i care about I, I, I really think i really think that dude he's at home in his father's castle and they torture him. His dad is torturing him. I hope so. Fuck him. I can't. That would be too much to handle. That's too much. Mm. His dad hates him. Like, why not? His he, sister hated him. He, he killed them kids, man. He, he killed them kill kids. He killed them kids, man. I, know, I have no... Like, people always are like, uh, how can you be for the death penalty, Rod? Can you imagine? I'm like, well, I'm for Theon the getting fucked up. Like, and they don't do anything that bad in prison. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm for it. Why, all pay, right. why pay to feed them all them years? Yeah, exactly, man. Let's get to torturing them. Um, 
you know it's like aren't you against guantanamo no not really because hey theon was happy for a little (laughs) glass of water i watched uh zero dark 30 the other day i was bored not enough torture was terrible not enough torture for me i was like theon got they ain't got nothing on theon oh yeah yeah that's true they don't have to do the close-ups of the thing i mean i watch them and rewind them but i understand why <laughs> most people don't i understand <laughs> it's a little too much um all right man well um thank you so much patrice for being on again no problem thank you guys i'm gonna try to catch it live this week because it's totally different when i don't catch it live there's less jokes yeah, I saw you was running a little bit late, and um, mm-hmm. I, I only put you in one tweet, but I didn't spoil it. I just said, uh, very good I episode. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. After I watched it, I laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she'll get, she'll like this. Uh, but yeah, uh, com at Patrice C. Make sure you guys yeah. check her out, man. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, Patrice. Talk to you guys soon. Have Later. a good one. Peace. Ah, love that woman. She's the best, man. Um, all right, so uh, we have other things to talk about. First things first, and I teased this, so let's go ahead and do it now. Um, we have spinoff shows. Yesterday, I revealed yes. the first trailer for one of my spinoff shows. It was Balls Deep Sports with me and Justin and uh, the Trill Mazeroski or Trill or whatever you want to call him, Walt Frazier. And uh, everybody enjoyed that, it seems. Uh, some people said, I want to buy the premium stuff just for this just for one show but that's not the only show we got we also i did this trailer today karen i you know i don't just sit around the house playing nintendo oh, I, I do work you, yes you do this I is do this work. is your job honey mm. that's right that's right y'all karen spinning off show lip smacking good with her first episode she talked to stella you from the food junkie chronicles.net let me play this trailer for y'all mm. lip smacking good Welcome to the very first episode of Lip Smacking Good Podcast, where the motto of the show is, if you're not smacking your lips, it ain't good. I'm very excited because our very, very first guest, her name is Stella. I found her on foodjunkiechronicles.net. She's from Toronto. She's been blogging about food and everything food-related since 2010. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited to talk to you about uh, my love for food. Ooh, How old is she? inspired you to even start mm-hmm. your blog? And I thought it was a good idea since I can just have all my pictures up there instead of bombarding people on my Facebook page and my, my timeline. And, and for me, when I read that, I was like, you know what? I think she's describing me because I like to eat everything. There is very, very few things that I'm like, that's not for me. And even if I try it, I will try different versions of it because I might not like the way it was prepared the first time. Yeah, really good point, actually. Well, first of all, I I always give everything a try one time. And um, secondly, I realized that it really depends on how it was prepared. And um, if the first time is not prepared well or not to your liking, it doesn't mean that you actually don't like the dish or, you know, the, the animal, whatever we're talking about itself. You know, there's always different ways to prepare it. And uh, I love, you know, I tell people that all the time, you know, don't, don't write it off completely even after your first yeah, time. And, and I'm bringing up, an, uh, I'm thinking about, like, avocado. Like, I can take avocado, you can slice it, you can put it on a sandwich, you can put it in a salad, and I love avocado. But once you take it and you make guacamole out of it... <laughs> 
it's the texture is completely different. And I tried all kinds of ways. I was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I finally found a version that I like. We go to this place here in Charlotte called Sushi 101, and they mm-hmm. like make shrimp chips, and you dip the shrimp chips in an avocado. And it is just good. And I was like, I like this. But the oh, other versions hey. were, were so terrible. <laughs> I actually really, really like burgers and pizza. Yeah, pizza. Pizza is one of my favorite foods. Me and you are on the same page. People say, what's your favorite food? I said, pizza. They go, pizza is not food. And I look at them sideways. Like, what do you mean pizza is not food? Pizza, pizza is food. Yes, I've had people tell me that before. I, and you know what? I've actually had, have you ever had breakfast pizza? No, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that's uh, the first, uh, well, the clip of the first uh, Lip Smacking Good, hosted by Karen. <laughs> How'd you enjoy host, uh, hosting your first podcast, Karen? It was different because most of the time, Rod kind of is guiding along, and I'm. it's one of those things where I'm in the background. I and Honestly, I enjoy being in the background. I'm like the P. Diddy. I'm like, take that, take that, and dance in this background <laughs> and shit while he working hard. You know, I'm working too, but I'm not doing, like, the main stuff. So it's, it's different kind of being in front. It was funny, though, because when we call her, she said hello, and I didn't say nothing. He looked at me like, ain't you going to say something? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in charge. Hello? <laughs> yeah, I told her, I was like, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not going to say a word. It's your show. I'm just here to help you record, um, and that's it, you know. And uh, I, I left some clips out of stuff that you got to talk about, like stinky tofu and yeah. uh, stuff that, you know, we want people to definitely go get the episode and listen and, you know, enjoy. So, uh but yeah, I thought you did a great job, and um, it's definitely different. So, um, you know, hopefully you'll enjoy it, man. Yeah, I hope y'all do, because uh, I love food. I like food a lot. So we talked about all the fantastic food, and we got a bunch of great guests that we're trying to get on. Mm-hmm. So it should be fun. And you should check out the foodjuggychronicles.net. Stella uh, is like oh she's, she's a pro she's one of those like first of all she takes a lot of great pictures of food and stuff oh, yes she does but she is so small tiny and cute like she looks like an anime character yeah she like, and I, like just actually oh they gotta be like in her 20s early yeah. 20s like she's really young and like, i just wanted to make sure she was age appropriate because she sounded sexy you well, you know oh, how yeah, they have is. the pictures of uh what people take cartoon they cartoonify their avatar and nobody really looks like that but it's just like a picture of a cartoon of you she she, she looks like hers kind of yeah she looked like she would bust out and just whoop your ass like the anime characters do and you be like oh yeah. shit i'm just gonna be honest that show right then it was it made me hungry and horny like two of my <laughs> two of my favorite things and i was like hmm that's a good show yeah so people can check that out man um and uh hear a bunch of stuff about food um and also like, I was thinking about, like, this premium thing has been, like, really cool. It's been nice, like, uh, so, a nice surprise so far. We've been working hard, y'all. Um, I, yeah, what's funny is I'm the tech support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't think people realize that. Like, he is, he literally is the tech support. Every issue people have uh, is something that I typically have to deal with. And, um, you know, uh, it's also funny because when you're doing tech support, you realize how often people come to you with something that's not an issue. But they like like one of them was like, "Hey man, I didn't get the email for this." I was like, "No problem, I got you. I'll, I'll hook your password up. You go in there and change it. You get the email. You'll be fine." He's like, "All right, cool, man. Thank you." Um, by the way, uh, it's not working on my phone. And I was like, "What kind of phone you got?" Uh, I got a Galaxy such and such. I'm like, 
well, i don't have that but i do have this galaxy tablet so i went and checked my tablet and it was working on that i was like it seems to be working fine for me um and he's like yeah i don't know man well it's not giving me a download option not giving me a play option i'm gonna reset my phone he reset his phone he's like oh it works fine and i was like huh well i got up panicking at 7 8 in the morning for no reason <laughs> i'm sitting up here like nobody with a phone can hear our shit this is <laughs> terrible. wrong why would you even listen to our shit you know so that was good that um it worked it was out a simple issue too yeah you know? even though i was nervous you know mm-hmm. so that was part of it. i couldn't sleep the night before just thinking about the idea of like because it's weird to say i would like for you to pay for extra stuff that we're doing um even though people have been telling us for years like y'all should get paid for what y'all do right now and it's like we do work hard man but i've always looked at it like we can work harder we can do more yes um mm-hmm. and like we just never doing. had the opportunity you know uh so i and i have no i and i was sleeping like i couldn't sleep i was up all night i was like i don't know what this is gonna do you know tomorrow i'm gonna wake up and be like nobody likes us you know um um, like people wouldn't want to join up you know um i feel like if we can get like a hundred people joined up um it's only like fifteen dollars a month unless you sign up for a year then it's only twelve dollars a month basically um but i feel like we can get a hundred people to join up i'll at least feel comfortable like i'll figure out a way to make up the difference because if you think about it that's not a lot of money fifteen hundred dollars a month for your living expenses for a year is it's chump change basically nobody here would quit their job for fifteen hundred dollars a month to to do whatever they do but i feel like it would give us some ground room some leg room to kind of work on some things advertising work on you yeah. know monetizing the show other ways and stuff like yeah. that and, and these are actually y'all these are ideas that literally We've been wanting to do a lot of this shit for years. Do us yeah, entire somebody ask you about, you know, what you have done if you was working? No, he would. He just wouldn't have had the time. Yeah, Ty was like, if you were working, could you have done TG, TBGWT Premium? I was like, fuck no. No, no. Because- like, it's too time intensive. Like, you mm-hmm. know, even like, it's even work just securing an interview. Before you even get to talk to the person, it's work. Like, yeah. hey, this is, these are the times we record. Can you make these times? Well, I can't make these times. Well, what if we switch it to this day? Well, what if we change this time? What if, okay, well, what about a different show? What, would you like to come talk sports instead of this? You know, mm-hmm. where there's like a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Yep. And I couldn't do that in my full-time job. Like, I couldn't be nope. emailing somebody 27 times and another person 30 times at my job yeah, and, and, without getting caught. Yeah, and then it's be like, hey, you know, do you have Skype? No, I don't have Skype. Well, I need your phone number. I got to call yeah. you this way. I got to contact you that way. Like, it's a lot of uh behind you know the scene stuff and the thing about it too is that me right to talked about it i i really think i like and i know it's extra work on on roger because he's a nerd but i huh. like him being tech support because he takes the shit seriously like if y'all text the email wordpress is excellent wordpress hit your phone up like hey something wrong and he's normally like on it so yeah you know, last night uh we got locked out of the account for like i don't know for some reason i i was panicking like okay we have to get back in people are registering people want to pay money does this mean other people are locked out and i figured out how to get everybody back in everything fine within like a few minutes but you know if we had a guy that we had to sublet our fucking stuff to that would be like the last priority on his shit it's like your site was down two days but hey you know how it is and and you know they office hours now our office hours right our our office hours you know is 24 hours a day seven days a week yeah i've had to give people access in the middle of the fucking night man like I, I hear i see an email pop up and it's like four o'clock in the in the morning i'm like 
oh, okay, let me just do this for this guy. <laughs> like, I don't want to, yeah. you know, because if, if I signed up for something, I would be wanting some service and shit. So, yeah. you know, and I'm sure there's going to be some people where I'm like, it's fucking three in the morning. I see you at eight, you know, but, but the point being like, no one's going to care about our shit like we care about ain't, ain't that the truth and, and we've done so much already on our own that i don't know why we couldn't do this and like i said like if we get 100 subscribers um i think i'm gonna put my government name in my twitter like i'm gonna keep it right on this prime but you know how you can put your your government name below that mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna put my government name in my twitter seriously um, and then the other thing I think I'm going to do, if we get a hundred subscribers, I think I'm going to get the hashtag tattooed on my arm. Like real talk. I've never had a tattoo in my life. Never wanted one, but that don't mean something to me. That's a goal that, uh, I think a couple years ago I would say was unachievable, but yeah. Yeah. Cause like I said, this is, this is something we've been talking about for a very, very long time. And I remember, um, when Roger had first bought it to me, I was like, what's the podcast? I don't really know. I don't really understand and stuff like that. But, uh, honestly, I know we talk a lot about Keith and the girl, but honestly, just watching and looking yeah. and, and they've been like a big role, kind of like a role model to us and Definitely. things like that. So it's one of those things like as I got used to and as I got comfortable, as the audience grew, uh, Roger would talk, we and Roger would talk about it and I'd be like, yeah, we can do this. We put it like this. Sometimes because we don't have any children, <clears throat> This is our child. And sometimes I don't think people really don't understand literally the blood, the sweat, the tears, the money, the time. Like, like we've got this thing where we've been like at least once a week for the past few weeks, we've been like doing, we go to Sushi 101 for lunch and we literally sit there at lunch and talk about the show. Yeah. You know, I'm sure other people listening in are like, the fuck are they talking talking about? about? Yes. Well, what are they talking about? What's going on here? And so like we've even... Uh, this is like a far down the road, but we've even talked about doing meetups and yeah. things we want to, you know, do. Well, hopefully that. not. Hopefully not that far down the road. I, like a lot of this will be determined by how much support people show. And it's only been two days. I think we have like 21 people signed up, uh, which is promising to me, man, because, you know, I felt like this was something that might not happen. Like people might just be like, fuck it. And, you know, people showing that much interest it, it just initially off of what we're doing so far is really inspiring uh it does you know it does make me feel in a good mood man like i you know i look so much forward to doing this show today even just because it's like people got our back man and it and it means something because a lot of people could have just been like man fuck y'all you know like yeah i i download drake for free what the fuck i'm gonna give you something you know so um it, it was cool man and and you know it's very serious you know like i remember one of the things Karen told me uh, when I lost my job was like, well, you haven't really been happy for a long time because, you know, because of this job is so sucking. And it's like uh, sometimes it's like you live in a rut so you don't really realize it. But it's like, yeah, I, I'm happier. Like, I'm happy today without this fucking job to be like, yeah, I'm going to turn this podcast into my job, man. So. Hopefully everybody listening, you know, is thinking of signing up or getting a game plan together to sign up, man. Cause, uh, like I said, if we get to a hundred, we partying dog. So, um, well, we partying hard. Big. And, um, and my thing is that, uh, for me, uh, if we get to the point where this nigga right here can stop working, <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Cause like a lot of stuff Roger does, honestly, because I don't have time. And, and the thing about it is that even for me, 
I work and I'm just as excited as he is. I'm, I'm, right. you know, even though I work 40 hours a week, I'm still just as excited as he is. You know, when I get home, I'm like, okay, what we got to do for show? We got to do this. We got to do that. You know, and now I have my own show. So I'm getting my thoughts, my ideas, my plans, mm. my vision. So it's, it's, it's literally helping my creativity. Yeah. And so, um, I'm trying to tell y'all, did this one right here, Y'all, y'all think y'all think he working hard? Y'all get both of us working hard? It's it's gonna be some things. Yeah. So yeah, and that you know, like right now, I do all the booking and stuff for Karen shows and our show, like all that stuff too. Um, write the letters. Uh, you know, all you know, post on the blog, all this stuff. But uh, yeah, man, I like it is fulfilling because it's something I love to do, and it doesn't feel like work, and it doesn't. And even though it might be. 12 hour days because literally i'm walking karen out to a car in the morning coming back in hopping on old episodes editing those shits and still live tweeting y'all making the trailers yes still, yes still watching put my battlestar galactica on the back background and sit in my laptop all day and figure this shit out man um and it actually feels like i accomplished something as opposed to working for somebody else's money and you know, even if this shit doesn't work out, I can live with the fact that I try more so than it just going to an office and feeling trapped in a cubicle all day um, and feeling like maybe I could do something better. So, um, you know, if we can turn this, this hobby into a, a living, man, that shit will be dope. And like I said, this is something that me and, Ro- and Roger has, has talked about before. As far as I'm concerned, this is your vision, your dream, and I'm I'm a part I'm I'm going along for the ride and, and my thing is, is is like I said, that's this is one thing. People can say what they want to say about America, but one great thing about America is if you have a vision and a dream and you work hard, you can do it. Like I said, it's a lot of money who's a lot of people out there a lot of white people, honestly, who make mm-hmm. a living off of podcasting, like their whole, their whole life is off of it. So I feel like what is stopping us? There's nothing that's really stopping us. And like I told you before, I give it within the next five to, to 10 years. A lot of the big sponsors that are ignoring podcasting because they don't really understand the money out there because a lot of people, a lot of sponsors really want to go with traditional radio but it's dying and so eventually they got to go with the people are and so it's going to be a time where we're going to be able to set our price when people come to us we're going to say look you found us we're going to it's almost like we already are coming with um leverage well it's 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 weird because in your mind it's like how much is being funny worth how much is entertaining somebody worth because i'm a fan of podcasts and when i was working i could really listen to a lot and in a way it's priceless yes it is and in a way it's free so it's like you know what mm-hmm. i mean like so it's like what what would make somebody be like yo these people are special to me and i want their dreams to 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 be important and be achievable and stuff like that so you know it means a lot that people are even thinking that yeah you know? and 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 for me the the thing about it and something uh, that I can truly say that I learned from Bo doing the Morning Jones is that something that we do that's a lot of podcasters don't, you know, everybody's kind of different. Mm. Y'all guys are our family. We include y'all in our world. We mm-hmm. invite y'all into our life. You mm-hmm. know, every time you turn on, 
you, you're hearing us. And the thing is that we hear you back. We hear you back through the feedback show. We hear you back through interacting with us on Facebook and Twitter. Like, like, so, so it's kind of, we bouncing back and forth off of each other. And the thing is like, when you extend yourself out to your audience, your audience will extend itself back to you. And I feel, I feel as though when we do this, people will give, even if they can't do the subscription, they can still do the, the donate your account. Like, like it's many of ways to, to show love and support if you can't do it monetarily. Cause I know everybody can't do that, but it's one of those things where if you can and you say, well, I don't have, you know, the $15 a month where well, you can do like the $5 a month do yeah. the donations. Like it's, it's a lot of ways to, the other, to, to do it. The other thing too was like coming up with a price for the month. You know, we ran out a lot of ideas and a we lot did. Of, but I was just like, I think $15 is something that most people can't afford without having to think about it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like 50 cents a day and you can't even like feed a small African child that for that right now. Nope. Like that is flies in the bloated stomach. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like you (laughs) at least a dollar a day now. Keep the flies off my face. Y'all. Okay. (laughs) Think I want to, I want to eat flies. No. Um, all right. And the last thing, um, before we get into these articles, I was, I had this, we talked about Jason Collins a little bit and I've been having a lot of thoughts about, you know, Jason Collins coming out, you know, we talked about a little bit about the supporting the LGBT community and sports on uh, Balls Deep mm-hmm. uh, Friday. And uh, uh, one good thing about coming out the closet for Jason Collins is that he can now call as many women bitch as he wants to and nobody can ever get mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever talks about that, but, you know, gay dudes get that right. I don't know what they did to get it. But like that, you see gay dudes and they can be friends with, they be friends with a chick and they be like, bitch, please. And then the women be like, oh, you too crazy, Jermaine. And everybody just laughs. Like that's a power that no straight man I know of other than a pimp can have uh, over any woman that I know. That's that's good fighting words. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've known Karen forever. I I don't think I've ever slipped up and been like, oh, bitch, you tripping. Like it better be a hundred percent joke. I hate that the truth. You know, so that's like that's a superpower for gay people. So Jason Collins, man, he got he got it back now, dog. You you welcome, bro. You welcome. <laughs> um speaking of women, a psychologist claims that he can enlarge women's breast with hypnosis. Nice. Oh. Shaolin technique. That's right. What, so, oh, so you so you think it they will be double D's? Forget silicone implants, the push up bras, everything you ever known about breast enlargement. Women can enlarge their breasts by just thinking about it. So all my ladies in the itty bitty titty committee, just know that you ain't been thinking hard enough. It's the power of the mind. <laughs> I guess not. Mind over matter. I think we're gonna have to guess. do a study and you know test these, see if mm. this actually works. So mm-hmm. I, I, I guess you know hormones is just a natural balance thing. I ain't got nothing. Ain't got nothing to do with that. Uh, I guess not, Karen. I don't know why that happened. Did so you say they just go up one size? Uh, it says here that um, uh, Felix Economakis, a British counseling psychologist and hypnotherapist, psychologist and hypnotherapist. Claims that he can help women enlarge their breasts by up to three cup sizes. Mm, nice. Oh, nice. this is false. I'm going to tell you why this oh, is false. Karen, Karen no, uh, no, we're going to do a scientific test. I don't test. believe you're a psychologist or a hypnotherapist, <laughs> so how would you know? Oh, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give a damn about that information. I'm going to tell you, 
I used to always want big breasts. I used to dream about it be, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, squinch your eyes. And now hard. look at you. Look at them. Right. <laughs> they grew off the chain. You just proving the man right. No. So, yeah. Carrie, you know what? You So far, your test number yeah. one has been proven I remember correct. You, oh, you're talking to the man that remembers your breasts from, from childhood to now. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have increased That's many times. because I got older. <laughs> Use hip, using hypnosis, I can work directly with the mind. I speak to the part that controls the hormones and oh encourages growth. Uh-uh. You just leech in the mind, you say, uh, when I snap my fingers, you will fall asleep. And you say, listen, hormones. We're going to have to make a, um. So, get in them titties now. So, We're going to have to make a page for that so that people can contact me and we can do a local study mm-hmm. here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so women been getting cut in, in silicone for nothing, Dan? Well, Economakis so. explained that the mind often creates obstacles to stop women's breasts from growing. The mm. mind basically controls the body, and if you know how the mind works, and you can work with the mind, you can get it to make changes to the body. We know emotions affect the body, and when people get stressed, they get headaches, for example. Correct mm. or incorrect? That's I believe all that that's negative correct. thinking. Oh, they, they sure they didn't get this from the Pimp Chronicles, and they just trying to trick folks? All this negative thinking. I well, guess. some women in puberty might think that uh, big breasts attract unwanted male attention. And, and then subconsciously they re- they get their breasts to repress themselves. They reject their breasts. Yeah, yeah, that's a damn lie. But for fourteen hundred dollars, he can get you to accept your breasts by growing, and you can grow some bigger breasts. And three uh, cup sizes. Just order. He orders the part of your brain that controls sex hormones to encourage growth. Uh, to prove his breast enlargement hypnosis sessions really do work, he put forward the successful case of twenty-six-year-old Ashley Weller, who claimed that Economakis. Uh, sessions boosted her breast sizes three cup sizes. It's like the Grinch is hard. They do three sizes that day. I need to see her. <laughs> I need to see her before and after Instagram pics. Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta right click on that avatar and unblock them breast hormones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not buying nothing. And of do these. not report them as spam. Mm. I um, am. I was by no means flat chested, but they were too. They were too small for my figure. I didn't think they were in proportion to the rest of my body, Weller said. It got me down a bit. I always wanted bigger ones. I was thinking of having a boob job operation, but it looks like I won't be needing one now. So, hmm. 12 years of hypnotherapy, man. Get your breasts right. Um, so, Wayne Brady. Everybody's be. been talking about him today. Oh, what happened? Here's, what's thing. Here's the thing. Everybody's acting like this is brand new because he said some shit on the Huffington Post. Wayne Brady has been saying exactly what I'm about to play for you. For at least three years, I know of, and I guarantee longer than that in private. Uh, niggas just don't know Wayne Brady, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, I'll play it for you. Black actors. seems to me that white people have made you a convenient target. For example, Bill Maher. You know what I mean? When he was talking about Obama, right? Right. He raises the. He starts comparing you to comparing Obama to you as a way that of saying he he's not sufficiently black. That that uh, he would be a real black man and not a Wayne Brady. Right. Well, as folks saw online, yeah. this at Wayne Brady, which is my Twitter handle, why did I say that? Oh, because I read it on the monitor. <laughs> I said to, to Bill, and it was taken out of context at a certain point, because of the ignorance. Bill Maher, I've always respected him. Yeah. Lord knows not everyone can pull off the brilliance that he showed in DC Cab. Um, <laughs> uh, well done. I, I was walking down the hall with you too, and you just ah, good thank job. You, thank you should you. get an improv. I give him a try. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, that you know, I I've respected him as a comedian and and, and as uh, you know what he does on HBO is great. 
when he starts to drag me in to use me as the cultural linchpin of his not black enough argument, that's bullshit. Right. Because, A, Bill Mars never walked in my shoes, nor any black man's shoes. And I've even said in the quote, just in the interview that I did about him, just, just because you've been with a black wo woman or two, and I've seen some of them, it's questionable if they were women, just because <laughs> you've done that. Yeah, because uh, Bill Maher also fucks porn stars. Like, that's his thing. Okay. And he's had, like... Jada Fire and different porn stars on his arm is like when he goes to events and shit. It's like a big, I fuck whores. Ah. Yes, I said it. Yep. And then after this, we'll talk about Clover, the character I play on my Disney show. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, that, that, that now you live the black experience? Oh, now you're down? No. Right. So to he say thinks, that about he thinks me, he has a pass. Bill thinks, thinks he has a pass, pass because now I'm never going to go to Bill Marshall now. But Bill thinks he has a pass Bill because really, oh, well, well, I'll take it on me so you can go on the show because I love what you do. So yeah, Bill, you think you have a pass. The fact of the matter is, if it came down to it, what I said to him was, oh, so then if it takes the black man in your mind, as liberal as Bill is, and he, oh, no, peace, peace and love, the black dude in his mind is the stereotypical, you know, yeah, what? Yeah, you know, that that dude. Right. That guy exists, but that's not the range of the black experience. But let's say that that's the black dude. So then when I meet you, when I talk to you again, I'll give you that black dude. And I will beat your ass in public. <laughs> and that <laughs> my. He will, though. I love that that is the most polite, legitimate threat of an ass whooping I've ever heard in my life. It's like, oh, okay, is that the fisticuffs you would like to have? Then I will deliver them on to you. Wow. <laughs> I, I love it, man. It just reminds me of, of Wayne Brady from when he did the Chappelle show. Yeah. Like black actors. I love it. it. Reminds that me, was the best. It reminds me of that time that uh, Tripp said that uh, I was trying to blame the game on him, and I told him that I didn't care if he lived or died. <laughs> like he said in that same cadence of just like, I, I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings. These are facts. If this is what you would like to do, I will beat your ass in public. <laughs> and uh, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. So then when I meet you, when I talk to you again, I'll give you that black dude. And I will beat your ass in public. <laughs> and that's what I said. That's what I said. Did Bill ever respond? Bill never responded because Bill is a bajillionaire. And, and I even said in the, the, the interview that if I really saw Bill, the fact of the matter is if I played out the fantasy in my head and I beat him in public because I can, <laughs> then I'd take my house and I wouldn't have a career and then my daughter would be living in a box but then I'd sell my story to Oprah and I'd be even bigger um, so, hmm. <laughs> Wayne Brady beats but no, no so, so I just said be careful when you make statements like that because I really don't care what you think what, what I care about is when Bill Maher says something like that he has a segment of America's ear so when he says that that's okay for somebody at home to go that's right. Guys that actually talk well and are black, that's not black. I like my blacks misunderstandables. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that hurts me. Not hurts me, me. It hurts me for our culture because the fact of the matter is I, I love my culture. So, yeah, that was um, Wayne Brady, man, discussing Brett. that. Um you know that that Bill Maher, because and I think like as early as last week, I, I heard Bill Maher make a Wayne Brady joke. So like, it's definitely his staple, yeah, and he's a butt of a lot of jokes. Like yeah. I've heard people talk about him, and I think 
uh, people look at Wayne Brady and they consider him the quote unquote safe Negro, if yeah. that makes sense. So that's and why he's tired of it. Yeah, that's why he's kind of the butt of a lot hmm. of. He's like, what happened jokes. to the what happened to the Gumbles? We off them? Like, yeah. I guess so. What happened but, uh, to Hootie? And also, I like this idea because a lot of people forget this shit, but. Uh, people could whoop your ass in real life man shit could get real and it's like i think the internet has done this to people tv like people feel so separate from what they say say. and do i've had people be like oh so-and-so's cool in real life they're just an asshole on the internet it's like yeah well if i meet them in real life they might catch the internet ass whooping that they talk themselves into. That's a fade real quick. Right. It's like, damn, dude got knocked out. Oh, well, this is an internet ass whooping. He earned this online. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's kind of, I like this idea because it's not inconceivable. They could run into the same circle or be in the same area. And, uh, you know, Bill Mark could get fucked up, man. Um, but, uh, and I don't want to see it happen for the oh, record. No. I never want to see people. Fight like, somebody oh no. off of some shit like this because it's just so silly, isn't it? Though it'll get litigious and all this, but it's just this idea of like, you know, everything you do has real repercussions, and you just got to consider it. Maybe Milbar thinks it can't happen, you know? Yeah, and and that's one of the things, uh, like we said before, once you get to a certain tax bracket or you make so much money or people think you make so much money, people have a tendency to strip your humanity. They yeah. just, they talk about you like you're nothing. They talk about you like you don't have feelings, like you're not supposed to have an opinion, like you're not supposed to retaliate back. And people act like I can say whatever the fuck I want to say, but you can't come back and say anything to me. Cause the second you come back to me, you're the bully when you're over there cutting a the monkey and talking shit and sticking with a finger up at me and calling me names. And I just been looking at you, staring at you sideways, going, I'll fuck you up if I could really see you in real yeah. life. Now I'm a victim. Yes. Um, I, I think people, a lot of times they confuse how they argue and, and, and resolve issues up the same way other people resolve issues. And everybody doesn't resolve issues the same. You may no, resolve your issues with words and yeah. going back and forth for years. I resolve mine by whooping your ass, and some people resolve theirs with weapons. You Speaking know, of resolving with weapons, tables. a man was stabbed to death with a sword. Oh, Lord, we starting off this way? An Oregon, an Oregon house man died early Monday morning after his girlfriend claimed she accidentally stabbed him with a three-foot sword. Accidentally, Justin, three feet of sword through you. Whoops, my bad. I like how you got back on track with the show, too. Because I, 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 we, <laughs> we do this five days a week. Can't be having three-hour shows no more. <laughs> Uh, Buck Day, Buck Day, his name was Buck Day. <laughs> well, who named him? Buck Day was pronounced, this sounds like a slave name. Is this Guess the Race? No, no. Okay. Buck Day was pronounced dead at the scene at 3.50 a.m. after he was stabbed in the upper left side of his chest by 49-year-old oh. Joanne Cardoza of Dobbins. That sounds painful. On Sunday, Cardoza and Day had been involved in an ongoing argument. The argument escalated Monday morning. And Day reportedly crushed Cardoza in her kit. I mean, rushed her in his kit in her kitchen. She allegedly grabbed a small sword on a nearby table. Who keeps swords on nearby tables? Man, they live in that life. I'm not about that life. Yeah, she watched Kill Bills, like just in case the bride comes to get me one day in the kitchen. I have my small sword in a cereal box. Man, they ready for the zombie apocalypse. They 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 prepared. 
um she had she grabbed a small sword on a nearby table pointed at day stabbing him as he got closer Cardoza called 911 around 3 a.m medical personnel responded but day was unable to be resuscitated before her arrest Cardoza told yuba county sheriff's detectives she had been in a relationship with day for about five years the couple lived together at one point but currently live separately Cardoza was arrested and booked in the yuba county jail in marysville without bail he should have left her alone um speaking of leaving shit alone 24 is coming back yes 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 jack bauer is back and i hit fox show 24 will be airing to tv scene i mean tv screens in the not too distant future according to fox next next may um they're gonna have uh they have negotiations they're getting keith sutherland back as uh, sutherland back as jack bauer uh he finally signed on the dotted line yeah i wonder who the president gonna be uh, wasn't he a junkie when they ended the show last time? No, no, no. no. When he ended the last show, he just walked off like the the end of the Hulk, just like a knapsack, <laughs> and was like, "I'm living off the yeah, grid." And, and, and Chloe, you know, basically watched him go away till he like went out, went off the screen. It was like, "You gonna be running forever, Jack?" Now it's gonna be called Twenty Four, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be compressed over twelve weeks instead of 24 weeks it's gonna go chronologically over the over the same course of a day but it's gonna skip some hours which will be dictated by the plot and the new series will be called 24 live another day and i think this is the most impossible of all the whiteness because he is now gonna do 24 hours in 12 and save the world again yeah that's what i'm talking about are you talking about skip some hours yes that's it like people are like oh it's only gonna be 12 i'm like right budget cuts it's only 12 he's gonna save he's gonna do 25 hours 24 hours of work and just only show us 12 of them that's how much a beast he is i can't wait i actually think it'll be better because like too much shit happens in 24 hours in the in the 24 where like there should be episodes without jack even in them in my opinion like yeah he gotta sleep uh you know sometimes it's like (laughs) Hey, we got to get into this uh, mall, and you got to climb through the. You got to go through the sewer to get in. They should just skip that. Like, just skip the hour in the sewer and cut back. Like, let's cut back later instead of having him walk through the sewer for forty-five minutes. Just, just cut back later and be like, then he came out the sewer. That was an hour later, you know. Um, all right, we'll do a couple of guests to race, and then we will get out of here. Um, because you know I don't want to go too long. We'll be back tomorrow. A uh, woman allegedly slapped a cop so she could get thrown in jail to stop smoking. Uh oh. I see white people. Nicotine, <laughs> nicotine patches apparently just aren't enough for Etta Mae Lopez. Wow, I thought putting you in jail probably caused you to smoke. Come the, on. The 31 year old woman allegedly slapped the Sacramento County Sheriff's deputy across the face this week to kick her cigarette habit by getting herself thrown into jail. Deputy Matt Campoy was able to accommodate the woman's unorthodox method for smoking cessation, ah! booking her into smoke free county jail on suspicion of battery on the other peace offer officer compoy said he was minding his own business around 4 20 p.m isn't that the best way to see if someone gets slapped the yes. shit out of mm-hmm. it was like i was minding my own business slap what did the five fingers <laughs> say to the face um tuesday when he exited the i street entrance of the main jail at the end of his watch the area uh outside the jail usually has a mix of people including family waiting to see their imprisoned loved ones and inmates just released from custody the uniformed deputy didn't think much of it when a woman moved into his path from his right side i stepped to the left she stepped to the left i stepped to the right she stepped to the right Uh oh. 
one to time the left, now. To one, the left. one time now, y'all. <laughs> two, oh, two times. I stepped to the left again. Again, again. <laughs> and she suddenly crossed. And she suddenly stepped into me. Oh shit. And slapped my face. Oh my. Campoy was stunned and unex- the unexpected slap was a bit surreal. He grabbed Lopez's hand, put her into a control hole before guiding her into the jail lobby. When she released, when he released the hold to have her sit on the bench, she slapped his arm, he said. Campoy handcuffed the five foot one inch Lopez and got assistance from other deputies. He then took oh, her shit. back into the jail Man. proper. That's a short woman. That's an inch shorter than me. Well, at this point, honestly, cops are doing that to protect themselves from lawsuits and shit. Cause he probably could have just like, Hit her upside no, the head with a up. billy club and ended this shit in two uh, seconds. Of course, but you're talking about lawsuits if you don't. <laughs> like, right. Five one. Right. He like need he, assistance. Like, <laughs> right. Like he had to get assistance to be like, I need y'all to assist me from not killing her. He should never he should never live that down though. Wasn't he oh, really nah, you needed gotta, assistance? Yeah, you gotta clown him. That's that's the rule. Like it don't matter. He a dude too. You gotta clown him, but yeah, he he probably saved his job. Like that's that's what I always argue when people are like, what a, the bus driver punched that woman. She was out of control. It's like, that's not your job, though. Ain't that true? Like, you could have stopped that bus at any like, time. Like, Come on, you, you still at work, man. Don't lose your paper over some ignorant-ass fool, man. Nobody makes yes. me taste my own blood. Right? He's like, <laughs> start shaking like Bruce Lee. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, he's like, you disrespect my family? <laughs> <laughs> that's my movie that's my movie dog um but yeah he uh he then took her back into jail proper where he said lopez confided that the slap was meant to get his attention and hopefully lead to smoke-free incarceration she knew that the only way to quit smoke was to go to jail because they don't allow tobacco in jail she waited all day for a deputy to come out because she knew if she assaulted a deputy she'd go to jail and be inside long enough to quit her smoking habit you know what's funny is she's gonna go to jail and people are gonna be like sneaking cigarettes in inside the ass. She's gonna be smoking them. It's like, oh, I should have stayed ah! free. It's just gonna have a different flavor to them, though. That, yeah. Um, she maybe different flavor. Maybe she'll disagree with, with that flavor. Yeah. Who knows? So, guess the race. Justin says uh, he sees white people. I see white people. Let me see what the chat Shaq says. Tell me how my ass tastes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they sing that every time that somebody lights up. Chat room says tortilla folding beaner. Tastes like fried chicken, black Tina, burger, burrito nigger, Mexican hooker, whiter than the stick she smokes, Birdman, Birdman. The correct <laughs> answer is she loco e desperada. That's okay. Going with white cheesy crackers. Correct answer is white. It was a white lady, everybody. Yeah, man, black people, Hispanic people, they don't, they don't. They I thought don't the Lopez, the I thought the Lopez would throw people off, but I, it looks like she was married into like a Hispanic last name. Here's yep, another yep. one. That, and she lived in Sacramento. Uh, and this is the last one for the show. So, um, hope you got to get your racism hats Making on. Making news tonight. It's something many parents worry about. Their kids drinking on prom night. But in Oswego, it wasn't the students who were drunk. It was their limo driver. CBS 2's oh, snap! to some students who were taken for a wild ride. It was Oswego East High School's senior prom. And Kelsey Dana was expecting the night of her life. Instead, what she got was the ride of her life. Were you worried at any time during this whole thing? Um, yeah, I had a feeling he was drunk when we first went into the ditch. Dano says, <laughs> Oh, shit, went into the ditch. ditch. Just as he was leaving the Oswego subdivision where he picked up 24 students. We went out of the subdivision, but he, like, cut through multiple subdivisions just to get out onto the main road. And then he hopped over to me. <laughs> oh, over two medians? Yeah. That's when students called their parents. 
top two medians. Yo, he black, man. Yo, All he, he got in here now. <laughs> he was so drunk. He taking shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> he drove through people's backyard. On prom <laughs> night. Knocking fences, killing dogs. He ain't kill. On prom night with two, with, with 24 20, kids. They must, have, they must have all, like, got together and got a big one. Yeah, I don't know. Division, but he, like, I mean, cut through multiple subdivisions just to get out onto the main road. And then he hopped over two medians. Hopped over two <laughs> In a limo. Medians. Yeah. That's when students called their parents and parents called the limo company. Limos alive in Alsip, as well as police. Madison was arrested when the group finally arrived at the prom site, Abingdon Banquets near Glen Ellen. A 45-minute trip that took more than 75 minutes instead. <laughs> oh, shit. He took an extra 30 Damn. minutes. Oh, my God. There we got out of the I think he must have got lost. Not if he take his shortcuts. <laughs> no, yeah. he got lost. He drunk. He don't know the hell he gone. Like, shit, is this street? Is that street? Man, he took shortcuts, man. How can you How can you take a shortcut? And it'd be twice as long as <laughs> I'm saying. He got lost. Yeah. What he called their parents, and parents called the limo company. Limos alive in Alsip, as well as police. Madison was arrested when the group finally arrived at the prom site, Abingdon Banquets near Glen Ellen. A 45-minute trip that took more than 75 minutes instead. We got there, we got out of the bus or whatever, and he kind of was like stumbly and his eyes were really red. And for parents who thought their kids were safer on prom night with a limo driver, now they're thinking again. Your expectation is what? That for him not to be drunk, dumbass. Take good care of your kids. That's your expectation. Contacted by the Sun-Times, Richard Madison denied he was guilty of drunk driving and said the bus had mechanical problems. He said, quote, the bus needs a wheel alignment, and that's why it was moving the way it did. Nice. Reporting live in the news. Dude, an alignment does not explain 40 <laughs> minutes later, didn't you? An alignment does not explain you hitting a ditch. I've, I've had wheels out of alignment. <laughs> right. You just veer off in one direction. You hit the wheel, you come back straight. Man, I, no. love I love that explanation, man. No. It's like, hey, man, you know that shit need a front-end alignment? <laughs> I come love on that. now. They need a all-in alignment. You ain't never drove a car with a messed up alignment? Come on, brother. Am I right? I love that explanation. From uh-huh. Derek Blakely, CBS 2 News. Thank you, Derek. Oh, man. So let's check the chat. Guess the race. Justice says black. The, the limo driver, definitely. The, the ride, yeah. people riding white, definitely. All right. The, I, I don't know. I didn't know I couldn't do that white privilege. They had parents that gave a fuck to pay for a limo white. No, get the criminal, man. The criminal. <laughs> Not the kids. I don't, unless you're saying because their parents cared, they had a white bus driver, which is extremely racist. Yeah, possibly true. I know the bus driver from The Simpsons, white. <laughs> Rightf- oh, rightfully profiled by the police for driving while black. <laughs> One who carries his valuables in Crown Royal bags and likes to eat ribs with his neighbors. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Uh, funny LB. Okay, good. Good job, C Black. Uh, will alignment with a fifth of vodka white. PBR drinking cracker. Didn't know I couldn't do that white. Jeff Gordon's black cousin. Correct answer is black. It was a black, black man. man. Was, so. Once they said shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'll do one more because Justin's here. And uh, he won't be back till like Friday. Uh, police say <laughs> police say a man sexually assaulted his peacock. Mm, yeah, but you know, you see these peacocks and they strut around with oh, we're not talking about his penis. Oh, I, I, and, yeah. You know, they got these p- colorful. A real peacock? 
I was yeah. going to say he should get a large cock instead of a peacock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever. A man from northwest suburb of Roselle in DuPage County faces a charge of misdemeanor animal cruelty after police say he sexually abused his pet peacock. Oh, <laughs> so that's wow. what that's what the kids are calling it these days. When I was when I was around, they just called it spanking your monkey or choking a chicken. But petting your peacock, now that is new. <laughs> that was a brand new one. Yeah, he's just letting it spread his wings. Yeah, he was charged with the crime after the police learned the bird died. While, while they were investigating Beckman about an alleged case of an indecent solicitation of a child. So they came investigating oh. child, like him being a child predator and the bird died because he was like, I don't want no witnesses. <laughs> the bird had oh, helped. You think the bird had helped me on his feathers when it spread out? <laughs> he, he's a rapist. He was like, wow. no bird died. Birds in the children poke things. Uh, and that's how you get that bird flu, though. That's right. Yeah, that's, he's the one that caused it. Ah! Uh, detect details surrounding the case with the peacock reportedly named Phil, P H Y L. Like he was getting filled up, all right, oh, on wow. cock. <laughs> uh, were unclear Friday as the investigator said it was part of the case involving the child. Court records confirm Beckman faces three charges of harassment by telephone, unlawful possession of drug paraphernalia, two counts of marijuana possession, five golden rings, <laughs> attempted indecent solicitation of a child, cruelty to animals, and two counts of battery. Oh, Lord. Uh, he remained in the DuPage County Jail on $10,000 bond, an arraignment uh, scheduled to be held on June 12th. What was that peacock wearing? Uh, some bright, <laughs> some bright colors, Karen. You seen the NBC logo? How can you not get your dick hard for that? <laughs> I can barely keep my dick off the screen. A real peacock, cock of the walk. So, um, <laughs> so uh, Justin, guess the race of the peacock fucking dude. Man, definitely, uh, Peter Griffin from Family Guy look alike. All right, maybe he thought it stood for penis cock. He's like, oh, <laughs> the man, the Mandarin from Iron Man Three, white. Spoiler. Uh. White cock for a peacock. He literally fucked the life out of that bird. Chicken fucker white. Oh. Hey, you think after he finished going down on it, he was like, I ate the bones. Man, because black people love them some birds. So <laughs> he's definitely not black. Yeah, I ate the bones. To kill a mockingbird white, white man with a wee cock. <laughs> to catch a dog kisser white, the man is white. No one else would do that. <laughs> like, that might be the most racist thing that's been said. Yeah, no one else would do that. Only white people. Oh. The color of paper. Uh, I love me KFC so much. I will fuck it black. Correct. <laughs> correct. He's, I fucked the bones. Correct answer is white it was a white it was man. a white dude now, who job. thought it was a black dude though who said who said that kfc uh a couple people thought it was a black, black dude. dude i don't know uh uh that was a sparger i believe thought that it was a black dude. Now, i love that dude <laughs> it was like no one else yeah that, that dude's racism was right on point it's like it's a stereotype but i'm sticking with it you can't change my mind like, Rod. Like, you're not a, gonna get me with this that's one. a fact you know what so many people have already signed up for premium I'm going to do one more story. Cool. Because I'm feeling in a good mood, man. I feel like they're giving to us, so I'm giving to them. One more story. Chicago. A Chicago woman has been arrested at least 396 times since 1978, including <gasps> 92 times for theft and an alleged attack on a city council member. Why is she? Wow. You oh, serious? Over the years, Charmaine Miles, 51, 
was arrested 65 times for disorderly conduct and 59 times for crimes related to prostitution among other things wow did she go did did she check off her list i want to commit a b c d f g <laughs> it's and a H crime she committed all the crimes and all the yeah. alphabets this is her fuck it list it's <laughs> like fuck it I'll, I'll get arrested for this too she really is fucking it though <laughs> she has yes she has used at least 83 different aliases and is well well known among merchants and residents in several neighborhoods on chicago's north side one florist called the police about her 25 times last summer <gasps> what is she stealing flowers <laughs> who does that who targets the flower shop Oh, the full flower people. I'm just trying. They probably see her pull up. Just call them, call them. I know she's going to stop for shit. Call them. Yeah, give me them roses, bitch. Give yeah. them, stick them up. Maybe it's her calling card. Like, she leave a, a rose with every crime she does. That's her calling card. Miles, who is homeless, is in prison at the Logan Correctional Center in Lincoln. She was arrested last year after allegedly chasing down Chicago alderman James Kappelman, which is, which is a possible parole violation after a 2010 conviction for robbery. Uh, for robbing a 75-year-old at knife point. She's due before the Illinois Prisoner Review Board Tuesday. It is determined that she violated her parole. If it's determined she violated her parole, she will be behind bars until April 2014. Well, you know, I blame the system, man. The the institutionalized prison system is industrializing the black man, okay? And this is what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't want to hear when Obama says mm-hmm. black people don't got to do crimes and need to raise mm-hmm. their kids. Because this is the system failing us right now. <laughs> she, she wants to be in jail. I think so, too. <laughs> she just don't want to do anything to, like, murder. Some serious or crimes. Or, hurt, like, hurt somebody. Yeah. But she wants to be in jail. This is, she homeless. What else she got to lose? She's homeless. She's homeless, y'all. Her rest. <laughs> I thought she was gonna go into um, they down at the bus station. No, from Busy Bone. I thought she was nah. about to bust into your Busy Bone. Nah, I was gonna, that's my da 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 da. You never heard that song? Praise before? God. <laughs> you, Praise never, him. you never heard the uh, that that song? You saying now in the corner dancing for money? You never heard that shit? I played it after the show. Da da di da da da. <laughs> She's homeless. They doing this for the people at the bus stop. Gotta do her makeup, y'all. Oh Lord. Her arrests have numbered so many that she is in the top one percent for all current Chicago police department <laughs> arrestees. Within wow. the last year, all her cases have been assigned to one community based prosecutor. Uh, he, how'd he pick? He's like, he got her and the Punisher. Like, those are two, <laughs> <laughs> those are two clients. They, they, they fuck up so much shit. They take all your time. It's like, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't take another case. Miles declined a jailhouse interview with the newspaper after initially agreeing to one. In a handwritten letter to the newspaper before she, the scheduled interview, she described her faith and said she was looking forward to telling her story. <laughs> Miles has spent time in area mental hospitals and participated in several community programs. Court opponent psychologist said Miles believes people are trying to harm her. They also said that if she would just concentrate, she could make her breast bigger. One, <laughs> one of her friends, Phelps She'd be committed for a crime for that, too. One of her friends with two last names, Phelps Holmes, 59. <laughs> More like Phelps homeless, am I right? Up top. Describe, <laughs> describe her as a kind and, gen- kind and generous lady. Holmes, who was once also homeless, said he didn't talk uh, much about her past. She didn't talk much about her past. She always been a sweet young lady to me. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I wonder if he was. Um... Yeah, me too, right? You, don't you wonder if he was tapping that? Yep. Maybe that's what she was getting them flowers for. 
uh however Kappelman said miles can't be released from prison without a highly structured plan for the sake of miss miles and the community it's time to take the next step to ensure the community is no longer terrorized by her behavior uh the alderman wrote in a letter mojo kisek who author who authority said miles held a knife point said he wants to see her stay behind bars she should have never been released stop being a bitch <laughs> The Cook County oh, State. Boy, that old man. He's like, look, she been arrested more times, more times than a than a year, more yeah. days than a year. So come on. The Cook County State's Attorney's Office said Miles has at least seventy three convictions, but often failed to appear in court. Fabio Valente, head of Cook County's Criminal Prosecutions Bureau, uh, Bureau, defending his office's handling of Miles' recent cases. He said that when she has been charged with a felony ten times, she's been convicted. He added that within the year, well, you know, 10 times a charm sometimes with, within the year, her case was assigned to one prosecutor available to talk to the public authorities about her activities. Uh, guess the race, Justin, uh, Miss Miles, the nice young Deep woman, side, but, um, Charmaine oh, she miles. She's definitely, she definitely a nigga. All right. Chat room says one of mama D's ex hoes black. Oh Lord. <laughs> Jungle cricket at the point fishing for an Oprah interview. All moon crickets, everything. One who who never wear red lipstick black, Baby D from Next Friday Black, starred a new series, Miles Black, a career criminal, uh, former Big Baby Kid Black, <laughs> Negris, blacker than the lips of a weed smoker, Aww. was an extra in every black exploitation movie ever made. She didn't have an impossible <laughs> white woman to save her black. <laughs> and I don't want to stay in jail, par- Paris Hilton White. The correct answer is black. Only CB Black missed it. Irony. <laughs> All right, man. We're out of here till tomorrow. I guess it'll be John Minus. Uh, you guys might know him as uh, Don Coyote on Twitter, um, stand-up comedian, uh, member of the Decepticomics. Uh, show will be at 9 o'clock at night. Uh, thank you guys for signing up for um, the premium show so far, man. Yes. Can you get me a tattoo? Can you put my government on these streets? That's the goal. I fucking dare you. Anyway. Uh, we'll start to, I'm going to regret this shit in like Yo, a month. I'm looking forward yep. to going Balls Deep with you on yeah, Friday. Yeah, can't wait to do Balls Deep Friday. Um, and all the premium members will know what that's, it, what that's about. Um, but yeah, until uh, tomorrow, um, you know. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Patrice. At Hell and Heartaches. At Patrice C. Check out Thanks, y'all. Justin. At Rhyme Over Reason. Uh, and until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>